0: Welcome back! Welcome back after a long, long, long hiatus. Probably one of the longest of the year. One of the longest, probably e- easily the longest in the last couple weeks. I'm 24 once again. This is my podcast, 24th podcast. The best video gaming. What is going on with my microphone? It got one of the wires got caught on one of my angle brackets on my desk anyways I'm 24 this is hold on I have to move my chair I'm 24 this is my podcast 24th podcast the best video gaming and sports podcast on the entire internet got a great one once again today coming back off of hiatus I'm about an hour late about an hour late or later than I usually come on to the podcast that is primarily because I um I learned how to cook bacon the other day. Yeah, it's just, you know, skillet, turn it on high, just let the bacon cook until it's super crispy. Take it out the skillet, let it dry. There's going to be a shit ton of grease. You know, you got to you, you got to you, you know, you got to make sure it doesn't burn, but you kind of want it to be a little bit burned because you want all that fucking grease out. Otherwise, it's ham, not bacon bacon is fried it's crispy it's delicious. Ham yeah, like if the fat isn't in the pan that's ham okay I can't tell you how many breakfast places now I'm pissed off. I can't tell you how many breakfast places I've gone through in my life where I've gotten ham instead of bacon because they didn't make it crispy. They just set it in the pan they turned it over maybe once or twice they didn't they didn't let it fry. Bacon is crispy. It's fried. God, and I'm pissed off. The point is, <clears throat> I'm never going back. I'm cooking my own bacon. I made I made like five breakfast tacos this morning. I was so, I was. I mean, hold on. I gotta take my supplements. I was like, what What else did I forget to take today? Forgot to take my daily supplements. Hold on. This is gonna be bad because I know I'm gonna like. If you've never taken um adult daily supplements, hold on. If you've never taken adult. Daily supplements, um, you don't know, like, how painful it is to get essentially a bunch of, like, nutrients that are good for you at one point in time. Like, my, I get, like, severe stomach pains. And it's all because of these, like, these Centrum Silver Day One or what, what day whatever they're called. Like, these vitamins and stuff like that. Hold on. Daily supplements. Mm. Hold on. That's one. Let me get the other one. all right sorry about that that's due. so uh, I I took a shower I ate my brunch essentially and now we're back we're back in it again once again I'm so excited to be back how was your Christmas my Christmas was awesome as it always is um, I got everything I wanted uh, specifically family members that are still alive <laughs> I didn't travel at all Um. I didn't travel last year. I I traveled for like holiday stuff and things of that nature last year. Like Thanksgiving, I got to see my grandparents. I live down the street from my grandparents. So, I mean, I always get to see them. Um, I got to see my sister. She came down. Um, that was kind of cool. I don't know if she quarantined or not for a couple of days. She had a, a Corona, a coronavirus test. She tested negative. I think she drove back today. That was awesome to see her. And, um, I also got to see some extended family as well. We, like, socially distance and had our masks on and stuff like that. You know, you'll take it wherever you can get it. You know what I'm saying? You'll take seeing your family any way, shape, or form you can. Uh, my dad sent me a picture of, um, of other family members that he visited and things of that nature, and they were all safe. So it's good to see them. Hopefully you had a Merry Christmas. I did. I got my Tay Tay album, I think, a couple of days ago. And also, the DVDs that I talked about, like, a month ago that I ordered on Bra- on Black Friday. They came literally on Christmas Eve. So, I got those things going on. Or I've had them going on for, like, a couple of days. I bought so much. I bought so many DVDs. I was actually surprised by how many fucking DVDs I bought. I was like, wow, that's, uh, that's a lot of DVDs. It's like, I kind of thought to myself, I'm like, maybe I spent too much not too much money but I got a lot I got a lot of DVDs right and then I ordered more I ordered like recently I ordered The Office and I ordered um what was it Parks and Rec because both of them both of those like TV series they they got like they had they were like $60 like before Christmas and now after Christmas they're back to their regular price at like $30 and I was like I have some change I'll splurge a little bit more and also did you know The Office is now off of Netflix by the end of the month which is like in like six, six days, I think like on January 1st, 2021, that's when the office is going to be off of Netflix. And it's like the only time that I saw the office was on Netflix. So it's like, all right, looks like I'm buying it. And I also restarted to watch it too. Anyways, uh, again, Christmas was awesome. Family members, presents to myself, presents from extended family, all that good stuff. I had a great one today. Or a great one, just in general, and things of that nature. <clears throat> but let's kind of focus back up. Let's kind of get reacquainted with what's been going on for the last couple of days. Friday, you had the Christmas game. Saturday, you had three games. I didn't watch any of them. Um, the holidays, and I kind of wanted a tiny, tiny break uh, from watching football. Tiny break. But still, I mean, I still saw the games. It's like... I saw the Saints get, um, who did they play up against? I can't remember who did the Saints, they either got destroyed. No, they played up against the Vikings. The Vikings got destroyed on Christmas. It was, now I remember. It was Alvin Kamara had like six touchdowns against the Vikings. I didn't see like the majority of that game, but even I saw like just how terrible the Vikings were. By the way, big shout out to the fucking Minnesota Vikings for trading away Stefan Diggs and, and being like, he's the problem. We're going to have a running defense. How many yards did Alvin, not Alvin uh, Kamara, excuse me. Dalvin Cook, how many did he have? I just want to check it out. He's going to, by the way, Dalvin Cook's going to be one of the league's leading rushers in the NFL. Minnesota's not even going to get close to the playoffs, by the way. Let me just take out take a quick look at Dalvin Cook. Just take a look at his game. His, uh, he had 73 yards, one touchdown. Considering that he usually has, his, like, he has fifteen hundred yards. Congratulations, Minnesota. How do you feel about having a run-first offense and having that that fifteen hundred-yard back, sixteen touchdowns? Woo, woo, baby, woo, shit. That's a lot of yards, right? No playoffs. Balance out your fucking offense. Get a passing offense. It's fucking twenty twenty. It's like it's like having a flip phone when you can have an iPhone for cheap. It's like now there's not even an excuse for you not to have an iPhone. You can buy a, a shitty iPhone, not even a shitty, because they're all good, right? You can have a, uh, you know, an old iPhone for like, I don't know, like, you know, like twenty bucks or something like that. Get an iPhone, bro. Step up your game. Stop fucking running. Stop having running offenses in a league that is predicated and designed for offenses to throw the football. It's like trying to dribble with two hands in basketball or do that dumb granny shot on the free throw line. It's like, what? It's like there's better ways to do things. What are you doing? Anyways, let me start chewing some gum. This Gatorade tastes like rat poison. I brush my teeth. I always I have fantastic dental hygiene ever since I started to chew a lot of gum. And then also like. Gets the taste out of Listerine. It's like, you know, Listerine is pretty much alcohol. It's like you could, when you, like, mix Gatorade in with alcohol, it doesn't taste so good. And I have the alcoholic Gatorade. Not the <laughs> alcoholic Gatorade. I have the alcoholic Listerine. I don't have, like, you know, the non-alcoholic Gatorade. Damn it, Listerine. You know what I mean. So it's like, you know, it, it, it like, nothing tastes good when you drink. Uh, not drink, but after you, like you know, you know, wash your mouth out with Listerine. So, what do we got today? Well, oh, yeah, yeah, I was going, I was kind of going over the weekend. Minnesota, Minnesota and the, uh, and the Saints, that game wasn't really a surprise to me. Um, and then you had yesterday, Detroit versus Tampa, and I'm just going off the top of my head, so I may, like, just pause and kind of think, Detroit versus Tampa, yesterday, you had um, the Dolphins versus the Raiders. Yikes, Raiders, what the fuck was that? But let me speak about this for a couple minutes. I have this kind of saved for like Tuesday. What the fuck were the Raiders doing at the end of the game? I'm all for like burning out clock, but you actually have to do it intelligently, and John Gruden, I feel like, just try to like, you know, there's this saying like, outthink, like, be smart, be cute or whatever, or be smarter or whatever. Like, like, just like, fucking like, his team was down points. It's not like his team was running out the clock so that way he could, um, so that way they could, like, um, um, so that way it, it prevents the other team from scoring or whatever. Like, his team was down by, like, a point or two, right? So, if you get the field goal, right, it still makes your team only up by two points, meaning that you can lose, by how they lost, by a field goal. And it's like, dude run the ball into the end zone they're out of timeouts tell your defense nothing cheap nothing deep tackle them inbounds and you win right you could have even done the exact same shit that they did at the one yard line just give the ball to Josh Jacobs and burn like 30 to 40 seconds it's not like you're going up against Tom Brady you're going up against Ryan Fitzpatrick and even then there was a blown coverage by Dame uh, by Damon Arnett on the left side of the football field he thought he was playing zone. He was playing man. No idea how that happens. And then uh, the, the tight end 80-something, he gets behind the defense. And he and he gets like a 30, 40-yard gain as like Nick Foles, not Nick Foles, Ryan Fitzpatrick has his body crunched and throws the ball deep down the field to the tight end. Like, it was ridiculous. It's like, what are you doing, Raiders? Like, play normal football, please. Or not even normal football, but just play the sport correctly. Jesus Christ, man. I don't get it. What else was played on Saturday? Let me check it out. I can't remember the game. Was it seriously that forgettable? I don't think so. Oh, yeah, 49ers versus the Cards. It was Cardinals. They got smoked. Holy shit. I think they're now eliminated from the playoffs, or they're pretty damn close. I'm not on the up and up on that. Oh yeah, by the way, the Raiders are eliminated from the play, uh, from the playoffs as well. Bucks are more likely than not going to the playoffs if I just take a quick gander at their schedule. Bucks versus I don't know who they face off against. Uh, oh yeah, they're going up against the Falcons. They're in. They're going to be. What's the record? Bucks. record. What's the record? 10 and 5. They're going to be 11 and 5. They're going to be just fine. They're not going to have any home playoff games because they lost two games to the Saints, but yeah. Um, as much as I've kind of gotten on to the Saints, or not the Saints, but the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, um, you know, I think they're going to be fine. I think they'll maybe win a game or two, depending. Like, it seems like they're kind of starting to peak at just the right moment, which is the end of the season. But I thought they were going to peak a month ago and then kind of continue on in December, which they've kind of done, I think. I think they lost a couple of games. I'm not sure. I haven't, like, even though I just looked at their schedule, I can't remember exactly what happened. But um, Tampa Bay has been a really, really, like, good consistent team. I remember Steve Smith Sr. said that like they're gonna get Molly Whopped or they're gonna they're gonna get their asses whooped in the playoffs. I don't know. It depends on who they play against. It's like if they play up against the Saints, I don't think so. I don't think they'll lose three times in a row. Who's in the playoffs for the NFC? Seattle, the Rams probably the Packers, the Eagles? Like if they go up against the Eagles, bro, like they're gonna they're gonna fucking do the ass whooping. Like Whoever goes up against the Eagles, it's going to be a murder spree. Or or the Washington football team. Whoever whoever is going up against the NFC East team, they're going to destroy them. Um, but who is it? like it's the Packers for sure. I I don't have the standings out in front of me. Let me pick up the standings. Hold on. I think Seattle versus Tampa could be an interesting you know an interesting situation, but still like no they can't no yeah 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 Seattle um Seattle they are in the playoffs. Um, Seattle Rams Cardinals I think they're one game away but they're probably not gonna make it to the playoffs um, Washington is the is the leader for the NFC East Tampa, again it's Tampa it's the teams that I talked about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers the Saints the Packers it's Washington for the NFC East but that can change change excuse me today and then it's the um, you know the Packers but I mean like here are the teams bro Steve Smith senior honestly bro like, nobody in the NFC South is making it to the playoffs besides the Saints and the Bucs because the Panthers and the Falcons are 4-10 four, four and 10 and 4-11, and 11 respectively, right? So nobody from that division, nobody from the NFC East outside of the first-place team, and they're going to get smashed. And then you got the Rams, the Cardinals, the Bears, and the Vikings all vying for that wild-card spot, for those three wild-card spots. And right now, if you ask me, it's going to be Tampa in the wild-card. It's going to be maybe... The, probably the Rams and then it's between the Cardinals and the Vikings not the Cardinals and the Vikings the Cardinals and the Bears like if Tampa goes up against the Cardinals and the Bears like they're winning I'm sorry I don't like I don't think they're going to get their asses whooped like sorry for everybody that's been ragging and raving on the, uh, on the NFC East for like the entirety of the year but not every single division is like otherworldly fantastic comparatively to the NFC East it's a little bit annoying whenever people are like, "The NFC sucks," and there are a bunch of terrible teams. They suck. Let's get rid of divisions in football, cause all these te- cause the NFC doesn't deserve a playoff spot, even though we didn't say that at all when our teams were fucking sucking dick, and the NFCs could have had three teams in the playoffs. We didn't talk shit. Get bent. Anyways, um, that's kind of what happened this weekend. I'll talk about it a little bit more um, on Tuesday, but I think I've covered it pretty well today. By the by, a lot of stuff that we're going to be talking about today, like a lot, maybe not today, but like I'm going to be talking about a lot of different things today because, uh, you know, like a lot of stuff has happened, ironically enough, since I took a break. I don't know what I'm going to take another break. I don't know. I feel really, really strong. I feel good mentally, you know. I don't think I'll have another, you know, breakdown like I did in April where I just fucking couldn't think straight. I don't know, but, um, you know, we're fine, we're gonna keep it fucking pushing, and uh, I'm fine mentally and physically, some of it is the uh, the other, like, uh, like I, I won't get into it, some of it is, like, you know, some of the supplements that I took that help with mood control and help me deal with my anxiety and my depression, other is just, like, basic stuff, I really love my vinyl, because I write in it not writing my vinyl but like whenever i do meditative practices like mindfulness and <clears throat> and um and i you know write in my journal and stuff like that which is a form of therapy for me you know i i put on some music and i listen to folklore and i listen to you know guardians of the galaxy volume 1 and volume volume 2 and you know, i i have fun but it's also incredibly meditative and a safe I don't want to say space because you know like that that's always misconstrued and stuff like that but sometimes it's like you need to go to an area where there's no judgment and you know you can get some hard shit off your chest so that way you can deal you know with the things that you may be avoiding i don't know oh yeah by the way i'm so excited for the pretty reckless album so excited for it i've been like looking at Like, if any of the other editions have sold out or whatever, they have not. Oh, my gosh, man. To, like, be on the other end of, like, the resale, I'm just happy that I don't have to pay, like, a hundred fucking dollars for the albums, bro. I love love this band. I love the Pretty Reckless. They're awesome. But fuck, man. Again, I already saw, like, in the last couple of days. Not in the last couple of days. I saw, if you don't know what I'm talking about, right, there's this band, pretty awesome band. It's called the Pretty Reckless. They have this new album called Death by Rock and Roll, and <clears throat> it's, like, I think their third or fourth album in, like, 10 years, it's, like, like I'm, I'm super excited for it, and um, they fucking sell out of vinyl, like, like that, right, and I've been watching and seeing, like, if anyone wants, is anyone gonna, like, just seriously start reselling it? There's already been people that have sold out, that have bought out the roll not the roll white it's just called the white vinyl that they have and the green vinyl those are like the limited quantity vinyls right so they have like 250 for the white so that just sold out like fucking hot cakes. and then the green which sold out lesser like um, not lesser but like it's still sold out I I don't, I don't know the timeline of it and then you have the blue and the red and the black the red has like 1500 like quantities or whatever supplies I don't know And then you have the black one, which I don't know how many quantities they have, but it it seems to be unlimited or made-to-order or whatever, so they'll have enough if you want it on vinyl. The blue one that I got, which I'm stoked on because blue is my favorite color and I love the look of the album. um, The blue one has 750, so that one's going to go quickly as well. I can't wait for The Pretty Weckless and a bunch of other stuff. I don't know. But I'm also like... Like, I've also tried to, like, buy, like, sneakers and stuff like that that were pretty coveted, like the Kendrick Lamar damn Cortez's a couple of years ago. And I remember in in the PS5 uh, this year, and I remember just how fucking quick that shit went and then just got resold. So to be on, like, the other end of the spectrum where it's like, holy shit, I only need to buy this album for, like, $28, and then I can, like, charge people $155. It's like like, I get it, I get why people fucking do it, it's obnoxious as fuck, it's stupid, it's greedy, it's despicable, especially for people who love the art, you know, I just want to buy the record, not to resell it, but to fucking play it and use it, fucking sucks that people do that, but, like, it's easy-ass money, once you, like, understand the system, and I don't even understand the system, I'm just, like, I, like, everything is available for me, I'm not gonna buy anything else, because I, this is, like, it's $28, and I don't want to, I don't really want to have, like, two, but still, man, like, I think it's, I don't know. I get it, and I despise it at the exact same time, and I can do that because I'm a human being, and I'm complex. So, <clears throat> let's kind of get into the game, to the games, right, today. So, we're watching, at least I'm watching through that entire, how long was that monologue? 21 minutes. Uh, wow that was like one of the longest ones I've ever had so I'm watching right Kansas City versus Atlanta let me also look up Patrick Sertain's numbers not Patrick Sertain CJ Henderson right like notice how CJ Henderson he was like the second best um corner right out of um I don't even know where out of Florida I think right like he goes to the NFL and he's just like like he, like, drops off of a fucking cliff. All right, I don't want to see the scores. I don't want to see this. I got the live scores because I'm on ESPN right now. Fuck you, ESPN. Let me go to a different site, actually. I don't want to get the live scores. I'm not looking. I'm not looking. I'm not looking. Where is my mouse? I think I got the Cleveland score, but that's okay. Let me look at pro football reference. I don't think they keep a live track of scores. He only has one interception on the year, and that was against Indianapolis. And then I'm going to look at Jeff Akuta. I think he's been hurt, like, all year long. Jeff Okuda. Not ESPN, because ESPN is giving me live scores. Now my... Fucking browser isn't working because I have so many tabs open. I have so many live uh, live scores open. I got to actually do a bit about this. Not a bit, but like, you know, a section of this. By the way, I thought this game was going to be super quick. It's not. Like, it's 0-0 right now. Kansas City just punted away again. It's like, hello? Like, like I thought Kansas City was going to blow the front door off of, uh, of, of of Atlanta. It's like, what's going on here? All right, just typed it in my phone. Thought I said Ava, and I was like DBS, not Ava, DBS, bang. And then it did CBS. It's like no, DBS, damn it. How do I make it so that way it doesn't give me the autocorrect? I had to type in DBS, DBS. That's how I spelled it, like four times, before my phone just like didn't autocorrect it. And I have an Android, so. Usually on, like, Apple phones and things of that nature, they usually just say, like, hey, we're going to give you a selection and we're going to highlight it in blue and, and it's going to change over to the selection, right? But I didn't get that option. It's dumb. Anyways. Let me talk about the other games before I talk about Kansas City and Atlanta, which has kind of been a snooze fest. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, Patrick Mahomes, geez, uh can we get things going here? Like early and often, by the by, Patrick Mahomes, uh, he did not have a, a great game last week. I think that it was probably one of his, we- that, that was probably one of his worst games I've ever seen him play. And uh, he destroyed the Saints last week, I think. So, I mean, even though it's a terrible game, it was still awesome for like the majority of the other uh, quarterbacks in the NFL because Patrick Mahomes is amazing. So, um, moving on, I got the final game uh, records, or not game records, but like the final, the final scores for the majority of the uh, the noon o'clock games. I got Baltimore versus the Giants, right, twenty seven to thirteen for the Ravens, right. That was, I mean, that's kind of predictable. <laughs> Uh oh, Jets versus oh, Jets versus Cleveland getting kind of spicy. 23 to 16. Jets. Cleveland, it's 4th and 1 at the Jets 16-yard line. Potentially Sam Darnold for the second fucking time in his NFL career. May just beat Baker Mayfield, who has had a horrifyingly bad day today. I'll kind of get into that later on. But, oh, my God, 23-6, wow. And then the Jags, looks like they're going to be the number one overall draft pick. 17-41, to Jacksonville, ladies and gentlemen, may get the number one overall draft pick in Trevor Lawrence, especially if the Jets lose today, then it's over with. Or not lose, but win today. Uh they they went down hard against the Bears. The Bears improved their record at eight and seven. They're still in that playoff hunt. Remember how I was talking about how it could be the Jets, not the Jets, the Cardinals, or it could be the um the Bears that could be into the playoffs. We'll see. Let me actually look at who the Jags are playing against. Who is it? Oh, the Colts, yeah. I was like, I'm like 100% sure they're facing off against a hard team. I just don't know who it is. Facing off against the Colts. They're going to lose next week against the Colts. Houston went down hard to the Cincinnati Bengals, 37-31. Houston season has been an absolute disaster, man. Holy shit. Can we not trade away DeAndre Hopkins for a third and a fifth round draft pick and not even get a um, a fucking a fucking first back for DeAndre Hopkins or Jadavian Clowney? Hey Houston! Hey Houston! Hey Houston! Hey Houston! How do you like trading away all of your best players and not getting a first round draft pick, even though you could have gotten multiple first round draft picks for Javien Clowney and DeAndre Hopkins, and then not even and then trading a first? and a second and another first to Miami for, I don't even know the receiver's name and Kenny Stills, that's who you got you traded away I think a second rounder or first regardless, it was a terrible trade and then you traded away like two firsts for Larry Tunsil Larry Tunsil gets beaten all the time great job, great job Houston trading away all your players letting your quarterback die out there against the fucking bangles bro holy shit and another like three and out i think against the um, did he muff the punt no he didn't it's like another three and out for the um for the falcons and the chiefs i thought this is going to be a quick game i thought this is going to be an easy game for the chiefs to win Good God, are they struggling with this football game, man. I mean, Mahomes has not been... I mean, he's four for seven for 62 yards, but the Chiefs offensively have just not been able to move the ball at all. Pittsburgh scrapes by barely, by the way, against the Colts scoring 14 points in the fourth quarter. They were so fucked, man. I was watching the box score for the majority of the game, right? For the entirety of the game. As I was, like, eating my tacos and, like, listening to Mike Valenti. I was, like, watching the Colts in the Steelers. And I was, like, there's no way the Steelers are going to win this game. At some point, it was what? It was what? Like, 24 to 14 entering into the fourth quarter. And it's, like, (sighs) yikes, man. Colts. I remember, like, Steve Smith Sr., he said it yesterday. He's, like, you know, Tampa Bay is going to get their asses whooped. I'm, like, I don't know, man. Colts. They play super inconsistent, man. So now you have Carolina versus the Panthers going on right now. You're gonna have the Dallas Cowboys versus the Eagles coming up very, very shortly in like a couple minutes. But right now you got the Chargers against the the uh, the Broncos. Three zeros the score right now. Again, recording uh, this podcast a little bit later than I, um, that I usually do. So we're kind of, uh, you know, we're kind of in a weird spot. Let me also write down Dalvin Cook. Jesus Christ. It's not that he's a bad player. It's just like, fuck, man, you're in a passing league. Throw the damn ball. Just like a five-year-old thing. Like, oh, man, we got... We got the ability to, you know, we we can we can have a running back run for fifteen hundred yards, sixteen touchdowns. We're missing the playoffs. What's their record? What's Min- What's Minnesota's record? I just want I just want to see it. I just I just want it. It's a record. Minnesota. They're six for nine. They're six. They're six nine. They stink. Great job with contact, uh contracts, Minnesota. And the Browns go down hard to the Jets. So instead of, by the way, I'm not doing play-by-play right now because I don't want to bore you to sleep. I don't want to put you to sleep. I don't want you to go night-night, right? Because this is boring. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, I'm going to be very honest with you. This game is uh, not very interesting. It's not very intriguing. Neither team has put forth their best. I'm standing up right now. I'm not sitting down. If I sit down, I'm going to be sleepy and tired in a second but yeah this game is uh not very interesting I mean the thing that's more I I guess the thing that's interesting about this game is um how the Chiefs haven't scored in like a quarter like I, I, I that's more interesting than the actual like play of the players themselves so Browns went down hard 16 to 23 they didn't get it on fourth down I'm guessing Baker Mayfield had an atrocious day, 28 of 53, holy fuck, holy fuck, and this is, like, after I said, like, he's Kate Upton without her makeup on in the morning, it's, like, you know, versus, like, Patrick Mahomes, who's, like, Kate Upton with her makeup on going out at night and stuff like that, you know, difference, but it's still Kate Upton, you know, it's, like, yeah, like regardless, you're married to a supermodel or you're waking up to a supermodel, it's, like, it doesn't matter, You're going out, you're waking up with a zoom model. It doesn't really matter. But yeah, like the Browns, they just went away completely with the running game and it kind of exposed Baker Mayfield based upon the statistics that I have in front of me where it's like Nick Chubb only ran the ball 11 times and Kareem Hunt four times. And it's like they just went away from it probably because they were getting shredded and they needed points, which considering that they had a scoreless second quarter uh, three points in the first quarter and the Jets scored 13 points in the first half and the Browns only scored three it's like yeah they kind of needed to score points and then the Jets and the Browns they both score touchdowns and then the Browns they scored six points in the fourth and then the Jets they scored only three but it's like in, in the score the breakdown is once again 23 to 16 I said it last week, Baker is, and this doesn't change my opinion that much about Baker Mayfield because it's like, I can probably, I could have probably told you if you, if you told me, right? I got a burp. Excuse me. If you told me before this game started, Baker May, not Baker, um, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt are both going to have over a hundred yards. I'm like, Cleveland's probably not going to win this game. But I also would have been a little bit hesitant to say even that because it's the Jets, to be honest with you. But yeah, the Jets are now 2-13. and 13. <laughs> Clap it up for the fucking Jets, man. Coming in clutch for uh, Trevor Lawrence. I was like, Trevor, if the Jets are the number one draft pick, look at the dysfunction of the Jets. They can't even fucking tank right. They can't lose games. They're trying to actively lose football games, Trev and they can't actually do it. So how are they going to win football games when they can't actually lose the football games, right? I was like, dear God, Trevor Lawrence, don't. What am I watching? Is that Patrick Mahomes against the DB? What is Andy Reid and the Chiefs doing? They had Patrick Mahomes run a back shoulder fade and Sammy Watkins was like, I'm going to throw across my body like I'm Patrick Mahomes, and Patrick now has to play DB, and then, like, what, uh, what, what am I watching? What is this? I, I like, I'm looking at the game, right? Like, like, th- this is what, this is what I got, right? This is what happened as I'm watching. It's the Philly Philly special, except it's happening on the opposite side of the field, except on the same side. It's like, that's a hard-ass throw to make, man, and it's like, it gives the DB perfect, uh, a perfect amount of time to fucking, you know, to fucking oh, and then they were in the Wildcat, and then Patrick Mahomes tosses it, and then everybody reads Patrick, and then Sammy Watkins. I mean, he's not open. The DB played fantastically. Mahomes is not a wide receiver, even though he thinks that he can play basketball. He kind of can. He can't. He's not very athletic. Like people talk about how athletic Patrick Mahomes is. It's like, have you seen that guy run? He has a big ass. Okay, that means he has like a he has a big ass and huge thighs. Okay, he is very very thick. Patrick Mahomes is. And then he's on top of that, he's built like he's fucking Iron Man up top. He's built like he's a fucking superhero, right? Like, have you ever seen him jog on the football field? It looks, I mean, man, like, you would not think that that's how uh, the, the best quarterback in the NFL can jog, man. Point is, big ass, big thighs, runs around like a tank. He's semi-mobile. Like, like everybody who's like, this, this quarterback is athletic, this quarterback isn't athletic. It's like, stop it, guys. Like, Patrick Mahomes can run and things of that nature but even he is like you know he's he's unathletic in some areas it's like can the guy semi run yeah but it's like the DB against Patrick Mahomes (laughs) he's like thank you oh my god thank you so much for the easy for the easy interception I appreciate it by the way it happened either inside the red zone or or a little bit outside of it it doesn't really matter I think it happened on like the 25 yard line of the Falcons it's like this is why I'm not fucking doing play by play right now. It's like you want me to do play by play on this atrocity? On this atrocity? I wouldn't. Sick to my stomach right now. No, I'm not. And those bacon tacos hit the spot. Mm mm mm. And I put it, you know, I didn't really use a lot of salt. I used some pepper. You know, I put in I put in some salt, so hit it with the salt. I was like, "Mm, got to hit it with the salt." Didn't taste that salty. And I drizzled them out of the, you know, the pan, the skillet. I burned off all that fat. I'm not a huge fat guy. I'm not lying, man. I don't like fat that much. Like, I know some people crave it. Some people love it on their food. I'm not a huge fat guy. I would rather burn all the fat off, bro. <clears throat> yeah, this was, uh, they're showing the interception happen. It's a lot of motions, and um, they didn't bite on the fake, and I'm guessing Patrick Mahomes was supposed to be wide open, and yep, he's signaling for the ball. He's signaling for – oh, he's holding on to Patrick Mahomes for the entirety of the play. That probably should have been uh, P.I., but they didn't catch it, as did I. Can't really blame the refs for – I mean, technically, the back judge was right there. It's like, where the fuck were your eyes, bro? It's like, I'm not supposed to catch it. I mean, I didn't catch it, but I'm not supposed to catch it. But still, it's like, bro, you're you're literally sitting there. I didn't have a camera angle where the guy was – Literally grabbing onto the back of Mahomes' jersey. What are you watching, my guy? Still, can't be that upset with him. Let me unplug my computer first. Hold on. So, yeah, this game has kind of been a snooze fest. But the thing about the Chiefs, right? Even if... The Chiefs have a bad quarter, a bad half, whatever you want to call this disaster of a game where both teams are scoreless right now. Whatever you want to call them, right? This quarter, this half, whatever. They are, um, and they being the Chiefs, they have the ability, the inherent ability to fucking explode offensively, right? Where, I mean, we saw it against the Houston Texans. I think we saw it again last week. I mean, I constantly see the Chiefs, like, having these slumps every now and again where they just don't do anything offensively. I can't really explain it. I'm not, like, that analytical about tape and things of that nature. I can't, like, break down why they're not necessarily executing on offense as well. I think it's just coming down to execution. Like, they just aren't – like, the scheme is – I don't think it's the problem. I think it's just the lack of execution here. But the reality is, like – I wouldn't be surprised if like In the second or I mean the second quarter There's only six minutes left in it But in, like in the third quarter for example They just explode for like 1421 points Or something like that Wouldn't be like super Oh wait hold on that was a Interception waiting to happen Matt Ryan just chunked the ball in the air And uh, somehow some way Fucking Todd Gurley just came down with it Chris Jones you know what I saw last week? I was watching a little bit of the Dallas Cowboys versus the, um, were they against last week? They were against um the 49ers. Speaking of the Cowboys, let me put on the other games as well. The other two um, four o'clock games, the Cowboys versus the um the Eagles and the Washington football team versus the Carolina Panthers. Looks like Philadelphia is about to score. I'm rooting for Jay Hartz. Let's go, Jay Hartz! Let's go. Let's get this stuff. Let's get this stuff. Fly. Eagles fly to the road of victory. What's it called? To the path of victory or the road of eagles or path? I, What's the song? That stupid Philadelphia Eagles song. How do you only win one Super Bowl in the last like 50 to 60 years? Make that song and then like. Like, keep in mind, the Eagles weren't Super Bowl champions when they won that, when they, like, made that dumbass song. They made it up, and then they won it. How ridiculous is that? Hold on. That's a State Farm commercial. Here it is.
1: To victory, fight, eagles, fight, and
0: to victory. And then they do the ELGS. L-G-L-E-S-S-A-R. Right? They have to spell their fucking name just to make sure that their uh, their fans remember what their fucking team is. It's just like, Jesus Christ. Oh, my God, and I just saw the final fucking score. Okay, this game is a wash. I just saw it. I just saw the, the final score of the Chiefs. <clears throat> of the Chiefs. Why did Bigsby just turn on? Hey, bitch, turn yourself off. I didn't ask for you to be on. I just saw the final uh, score of this game. God, man. Disappointment. Hold on. just saw it kind of a bore I'm like do I like you know what what how many hours 43 so yeah we're gonna transition from this game to what game do I have on deck god man this game is boring LA versus Seattle that sounds fun that's actually like playoff implications those two teams in their division Please be more interesting than this game. Chiefs went down like I think they went down like seven like I don't know if they went down I'm not sure, but it was like fourteen to seventeen and I think the the uh, the Falcons not the Eagles excuse me sorry about that the Falcons they scored I think a touchdown winning the game with like nine seconds left yeah but it was like fourteen to seventeen Chiefs lost it I think it's like their only one of their only losses it's like their second lost all season loss. It's like, who cares that they they lost the day? What's the record? 13-1. and Jesus Christ. They've only lost two games this season. One to the Raiders and one to the Falcons. It's like, I don't care. And I talk about it all the time, man. I talk about it in the sense of like, you know, like sometimes I care about how quarterbacks play and things of that nature, and sometimes that needs to be like, that needs to be evaluated, like how a quarterback plays in a win and in a loss. But it's not as simple as if a quarterback plays well in a loss and that guy's padding his numbers, and if a quarterback plays um, plays badly in a in a win, then that means that he's, like, unacceptable or he, he's not, you know, he's not the, the – the common term is truck versus trailer. You're either being pulled or you're doing the pulling, right, when it comes to the team or carrying or whatever you want to call it. I think that's really really simple and not um not nuanced at all and kind of just a little that's like super undescriptive and in in and not even receiving the full picture of the um of the of the situation so anyways what I got to say about this game let me sit my ass down my back is starting to hurt hold on there's a i literally There is a spider hanging down from my ceiling fan right fucking now. I see it right there. And I was about to pull my chair in. And then I see this, like, thing hanging in the air. And I'm like, damn spider. Smushed it. I'm going to wash my hands now. And, like, I'm pulling the spider web down. Hold on. Now that that's taken care of. What else do I got? Let me pull up my chair. The reason why I'm going to talk about, like, uh, the reason why, hold on. Uh, sorry. But hold on. Wait, is it? Yep. Hold on. Uh, cool. All right. Ooh, sorry about that. The reason why I kind of talked about like, you know, not blaming quarterbacks for everything is that they're not responsible for everything. They are primarily in charge of the offense, which is why I gave Baker a little bit of grace for the um <clears throat> for the Browns. I'll talk about some of the stuff that I had saved for Tuesday today to kind of like breach the the uh, the gap of you know, kind of uh, maybe potentially the next hour or so. By the way, I uploaded a very, very long podcast. I was well over four hours and I didn't have to compress the audio. So, you know, maybe not well over four hours, but like well over the previous allotted amount of hours that I could or size for the file. So, I don't know. Maybe, um, maybe I can upload longer podcasts or something like that. I'm not sure. I kind of test it out today because this podcast is probably going to be extremely long. We'll kind of see. We'll figure it out. I don't know. <clears throat> but anyways, um, kind of going back to the brands and what I was talking about. The reason why I kind of gave my like, I, I kind of talked about you know Baker and I was like I you know like, like like I'm gonna give him some grace here when it comes to like you know, when it comes to like winning and stuff. Maybe not winning, but like, uh, like what's the word I'm looking for? Like just because I, I guess the simplistic. The simplistic way is just because it's like, you know, your team wins without you or it loses when you're performing well doesn't necessarily mean that you're a bad quarterback is what I'm trying to say, I guess. So, um, you know, in this particular metric, it's like, you know, some people are going to be like, well, you know, maybe Patrick Mahomes doesn't necessarily have a great game. Let me just check his numbers here. It's going to spoil it for me. on Patrick Mahomes yeah he was yeah he's had two consecutive weeks where he has thrown below league average when it comes to completion percentage where um, where that is I mean he's thrown for 55% and 54% in the last two weeks and he has had below average in passer ratings especially for this weekend as well where he's had one interception and a in two touchdowns 278 yards he usually like like Patrick Mahomes is a monster of a quarterback so sometimes like I feel like people are just you know like whenever he has a bad game people are in shock of it or whatever um he's human like he has bad games he's out of stretch of bad games but it's like you know like I don't I don't really care that he has bad games or whatever it's like you know like who cares did he win today or did he lose oh no they won (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they won. Oh, like um, it was uh, the, the title of the video was Young Hoke delivers Christmas present to the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes. I, I thought that he had like tied up the game or won or something like that. I don't know. But yeah, shout out to Patrick Mahomes. He won 17-14. That's weird. <clears throat> so... Yeah, you know, like, he has bad games and his team wins and people are going to be like, well, his team had to carry him. And it's like, like, who cares, right? Look at the context. Look at how he's played for the entirety of the season. Don't just give a small little window-sized piece to his play and say, well, he he only had two good – he had two bad games for the last couple of weeks of the season. That means he's a terrible quarterback or whatever. It's like, I mean, like, I, I've seen way too many narratives – compartment compartment compartmentalizing I think that's how you say it like quarterback performances and things of that nature and it's like you're 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 looking in the wrong place bro wrong place like for for criticism of Patrick Mahomes I mean if there is criticism of it like I don't really care like there's like uh, like at this point it's like I, I don't really care what you have to say negatively about him oh yeah it's two bad games I don't care He's Patrick Mahomes. He's awesome. What do you want me to say? What do you want me to do? Like, like, pat you on the ass for, uh, for being a negative Nancy. I don't know, man. Like, it does not matter to me about how good he is. Not how good he is, but like the bad game games that he's had this season. I don't don't really care. Neither should you. It's not that big of a deal. Hmm. So right now, the Chiefs are kind of going down the football field, trying to score in the final two minutes of the drive of the game. I kind of want to see this young Hoku ku kick. Uh, kicker for the Atlanta Falcons. Awesome kicker, by the way. Awesome, awesome kicker. I really, really like young Hoku. He had, the, um, I think, the most successful onside kicks um, in the league last year, primarily because of, uh, of how many times the Falcons recovered onside kicks uh against the Saints. But yeah, I really really like him as a kicker. And I kind of have like you know some kickers and things of that nature some names like in my back pocket. Um who else do I like? Justin Tucker Baltimore Ravens, who else do I like? I'm not really sure. All of my favorite kickers, Adam Vinatieri, Dan Bailey, Steven Koskowski kind of fallen off in the last couple of years. I think Adam Vinatieri is retired. Steven Koskowski is terrible. Dan Bailey terrible. They've all lost their accuracy so now they're like it's like what do you want to do? But Justin Tucker still an amazing kicker. I don't know what they call him in Baltimore but they should call him the Iceman or ice in his veins. I don't know. Also young Hoku obviously. Uh, I'm not super high on um. Zach Zerline, I think that's his name. Dallas's kicker, Zerline is his last name. Um, I'm not sure. My kickers, you should know a couple of kickers, especially the good ones in the league. Um, oh yeah, I, I used to like Jake Elliott out of Philadelphia, but he like he has really struggled this season. Um, he he was awesome. He's he's been awesome. Hopefully, you know he recovers from whatever is maybe he has the yips I don't know but whatever is going on with him hopefully he overcomes it and hopefully he gets back to uh, very fantastic form I'm not a big like hater on kickers I just like dislike kickers who miss field goals like I'm not one of these people that's like gonna have one of these overly hot takes and sensitive takes about like kickers and how they're not football players you dress like it yeah you you, dre- you dress like a football player you get sent out on the football field you can get hit like a football player you're a football player so, for me, it's like, I, I, I just dislike immensely when kickers miss, maybe not field goals, that's not descriptive enough. Chip shots, easy field goals, 30 yarders, 20 yarders, even 40 yarders to some extent, like to a lot of extent actually. I feel like if you're a professional kicker, you should be able to hit a, 40, like a 45, 46, 47 yard field goal. It's hard as balls, but you should be able to hit one I'm not really expecting kickers to have, like, the consistency to go out there and hit 50 yarders. Dan Bailey could when he was at the height of his career. In my opinion, Dan Bailey's a Hall of Famer. But, like, I'm not expecting people to go out, kickers specifically, to go out and hit one of the hardest kicks, kicks, excuse me, you know, in the NFL, especially outside in the wind. Like, at arrowhead, Jesus Christ, I, can't, I can only imagine how fucking hard it is. In that fucking monstrous environment. I can only imagine how hard it is to kick uh, field goals. But there should be fucking expectations with kickers. And the expectation is, hey, you guys should be able to hit a 30 to 40-yard field goal. What's going on? Kickers today can't... Like, some of these guys... I got a burp. Excuse me. Some of these kickers today, they can't fucking hit 30-yard, 40-yard field goals. It's like, that's it's fucking ridiculous. It's like, I don't know how many... I don't know the practice reps. I don't know what's going on. I don't know, but it's like, I don't know if there needs to be more practice. I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand it. Like, can you imagine a quarterback missing a five yard, like in cut, like an in breaking route? Like that's what's going on. It's like dudes are missing five yard in breaking route type. Like they're missing dudes in the flat. It's like, what what are we doing? I get it if it happens, for example, in Kansas City, like consistently. And even then, this guy hits it. And then he boots it over the net in the fans area. It's like, I, I, don't, I don't get it, man. I'm not saying everybody should have the boot of that kicker or should have, like, you know, the accuracy 24-7. But fuck, man. Like, these guys got to hit kicks, man. Damn. Let me take a swig of my Gatorade. Hold on. We're going to be here for a while, by the way. So, get get comfortable. I'm already inside my blanket. I'm already. I got my blanket. Hold on. Speaking of my blanket, I got to do some laundry once it gets to the second half of this game. I did some laundry the other day. I, I always have this blanket in my car for uh, mischievous reasons. Now I get cold in my car and I like to wear my, you know, have my blanket and things of that nature. Um, You know, when I'm, you know, when I'm like driving and stuff like that, these long distance drives, it's like, have you ever driven long distance and have been cold in your car? And then on top of that, right? Like, let's say you have a girl, right, in your car and she gets cold or she doesn't want to have the AC on, then you can be like, here you go, bang, blanket, right? Instead of giving her your jacket. It's like, I got something better for you, right? Boom there you go. Just a thought. I don't know. Whenever I have a blanket in my car, the girls that ride in my car are very appreciative. I don't know. But anyways, um, it is halftime though. I kind of like the end of the half ended with Kansas City scoring a touchdown. Jonathan Taylor, I think scored his first touchdown and then Phillip Rivers it's great pocket presence by him. And then he just takes a shot. Who is that? Zach Pascal. Like a 40, 50-yard touchdown pass. I mean, that was absolutely vintage Phillip. And now they're showing the Jets versus the Browns. Apparently the Browns are the only team that the Jets can beat outside of, uh, who did they beat last week? Who was it that they beat last week? The Jets. I am drawing a blank on who the Jets beat. Was it a bad team? Who lost to them? I don't know. It doesn't matter. The Jets, they got the number one draft pick. Who did did the Jets lose to last week? Let me check it out. Oh, the Rams. They beat the Rams last week. They'll probably lose to the Patriots, but it's all over with. It's all over with by now. Jets are going to lose. Jets are Jets. They lost one of the greatest football players coming out of college in Trevor Lawrence. And it's like, great job. Jets. You You beat who, who do they beat? Fuck. I already forgot the Rams. Who do they beat today? Browns, the Rams and the Browns. Okay. I don't know, man. Jets are a disaster. Can't fucking tank. Right. Can't get the players that they want. Um, I love Gardner Minshew. I would 1,000% fucking draft Trevor Lawrence. I love him. I I love him in the sense that I think that he might be a franchise quarterback. Um, But at the same token, I also think, like, I I, I would draft Trevor Lawrence, man. I think, and the reason why is that even though I think that he could be a franchise quarterback, I think Trevor Lawrence could and should be better than him within a year to two years within maybe not even a year to two years really maybe within his first year especially if the Jags they package because they're going to have the first pick in the next round if they package that pick with a offensive player whether you know maybe they get um, Trevor Lawrence another wide receiver or another like if they trade who, who they don't have any trade assets they traded away all their fucking good players So they're going to have – and their defense is rebuilding right now and stuff like that, but it's like if they get another offensive lineman, maybe they get Eric Dickerson, maybe the uh, Landon Dickerson, not Eric Dickerson, excuse me, Landon Dickerson, maybe they get Creed Humphreys. I don't know the status of the offensive line for the Jags, but it probably needs some fucking work as well, depending on how many sacks they give them. I'm not sure. Maybe they don't need any help. Maybe they can package their second-round draft pick into somebody or something else. The reality is the Jags, they're in prime position in this rebuild. The only thing that they need to fucking do – fire Doug Marone like he's done his per he's had his purpose get him up get him out right not a big fan of Doug Marone Um, I get it your fucking team is tanking and this is a terrible time to do it I would get it over with I'm not a big fan of Doug Marone not a big got a burp no I don't excuse me not a big fan not a big believer in Doug Marone Um, I get it you traded away all of his good players but I mean even when he had good players he didn't really go that far except to the AFC championship game but still like i don't know man i feel like for trevor lawrence you kind of need somebody and something else i would uh i would be sick to my stomach if the Jag- if the jets somehow still got trevor lawrence rich eisen is going to be crying i got to check his twitter <laughs> I'm like rich eisen is going to be crying cuz he was holding out hope He was fucking holding out hope for the fucking, for Deshaun, not for Deshaun, excuse me, for Trevor Lawrence. He was holding out, I saw his show today, holding out fucking hope, bro. Holding out hope, just being like, man, like, I'm here. I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. here. I want Trevor Lawrence. He fucking held out. He held out, he held out, he held out, and now he won't get Trevor Lawrence. (laughs) Mm. And the Jags, by the way, are going up against the Colts. The Colts are probably going to win it because they're the Colts and the Jags are the Jags. So, yeah, I can't wait to see it. I can't wait to see it. All right. kind of just looking at it. I'm looking at his Twitter right now. Oh my god! <laughs> he put on Trevor Lawrence's headband and is wearing, <laughs> wearing the head, wearing the hair, the luscious locks of Trevor Lawrence. Oh my god! I got it! I got it! Hold on! I gotta go get some vitamin C. I'll be back in like two seconds. Hold on. Wait. Let me put on some music first. I'm gonna put on some grindstone. I'm literally going to be back in, like, a hot flash. 24 podcast. Wait, my bad. all right all right I'm back hold on let me pour in my vitamin C here reason why I'm doing this uh, this podcast is gonna be a fucking long one I told you I'm like we're gonna cast Kansas City we're not gonna cast like the rest of it we're just gonna watch a little bit more of it especially now that we know Kansas City won today Hold on, I gotta do something on my other computer Really, really fast Give me like two seconds Hold on, I'll just put on I'll just put on fucking Grindstone again Because it's like It's like I still got it I just wanted to like, let you know Hey, I'm alive and I'm back Hold on, let me just get it going again I'll put on a different song now because it's like, you don't want to listen. Sorry about that. You don't want to listen to like the exact same fucking song. <clears throat> I'll be back in a couple minutes. Hold on. couple more minutes. And uh, if I can stop, my bad. There's only like one minute. There's only a one minute track. I apologize for that. Wow, that was fast. Where's my, here it is. I'm like, where's my remote? So, what was I talking about before I left for like, oh yeah, Rich Eisen and his psychological meltdown that I'm watching on Twitter right now. Oh my God, this is so funny. I love Rich Eisen, though. Like, I, like no hard feelings for Rich. I love Rich Eisen. As I, like, keep on mixing my Gatorade and my like, Vitamin C. Hold on. Anyways. Here it is. Blah, blah, blah. My fantasy team had three players in the Dolphins C start. Yesterday, and I finally just outscored (laughs) Uh, Camara. All right. Blah, 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 blah. The Jets aren't nearly as atrocious as they were during the first two months of the season. It's actually kind of remarkable. That's one word for it. Jets O. TDs rather. Okay. He's not really showing the meltdown. My 9-year-old, this is Rich, my 9-year-old just asked a simple question, why are the Steelers horrible now? (laughs) It's like, oh, man, Rich Eisen's day is just going terribly. First he's like, no, first he's like, you know, like tweeting about how terrible the Steelers are, and then the Steelers have a miraculous comeback against the, uh, the Indianapolis Colts. And then his Jets, they lose to the Browns today, and it's just like, oh, my God, man. Ah, oh, Jesus. He hasn't tweeted anything about the ja- – oh! Oh! oh, man. There it is. He's tweeted a, a gif of Trevor Lawrence kissing the crowd goodbye. Congrats, Jacksonville fans. What a fun ride you're about to have. Ah, oh, Rich Eisen, classy, classy, class act, man. Gary Vaynerchuk just tw- just tweeted out Yelp or not Yelp but Welp. And then, and then Rich is like, yep. They just lost fucking the best prospect in this year's draft in Trevor Lawrence. I feel bad for both of them. The last 0-13 team to win two straight. The 2011 Colts, who still got the first overall pick. The once upon a time 0-13 Jets just won their second straight. They will not get the first overall pick. Oh, my God. I love it. And I hate it for Rich Eisen because he's such a good guy. He's such an awesome guy. Oh, man. <laughs> people are giving him shit. I'm not going to give him too, too shit, too much shit about it. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, wow. Apparently, uh, Jalen Hurts threw a 81-yard touchdown pass to Deshaun Jackson. By the way, shout out to people who are like, oh, yeah, you know, Carson Wentz, no report with Deshaun Jackson because he's old. Alright. Let me kind of just check the live scores. It's fourteen to three. By the way, big fucking shout out to my guy, Jalen Hurts. He's three for three for eighty-nine yards. Um, hey, uh, Philadelphia, why didn't you start him earlier on this season? I, I love how people are like I, I don't I don't know if I went on a rant about it the other day. I always just like despise it whenever people give certain players second chances because they're their guys right like they gave Carson Wentz a chance because he's one of their guys Um, and he sucks like granted Jalen Hurts is one of my guys I love Jalen Hurts but um, I was kind of caution cautionary uh, not cautionary cautious about starting him because I was like I don't know if he's pro ready or not but I think he is a first round draft pick I think he is a year out I think you can draft him in the first round and you should because he's awesome And, um, oh, wow, Mahomes just threw a red zone interception. That's like the second interception of the day. How did the Chiefs win this game? That's an awesome return, by the way, by the fucking Falcons defense. And fucking Tyreek Hill plays DB or safety and fucking tackle and comes out of nowhere and fucking tackles this linebacker, man. Like, there he goes. He sees him. He's going to catch up. He, he fucking DK Metcalf's a linebacker. Tyreek Hill, this guy can do everything. He can play defense. He can play offense. Great job by Tyreek Hill. Anyways, <clears throat> fucking big-ass shout-out to fucking Jalen Hurts. I love Jalen. I love Jalen. Here. Like Oh, right? my bad. That was a Samuel Adams commercial. I love Jalen Hurts. I was like, oh, man, I can't believe he's a – Philadelphia Eagle and things of that nature. And it's like, man, I love, I love this guy. I love him. I don't hate on this guy. I love him. I, you know, I don't, I'm not one of the again. I'm not one of the types of guys that's like, oh man, I hate this guy. He's playing for a divisional rival. He should. He sucked. He Yeah, it's like I don't really care. It's like I like Jalen Hurts. Wish him all the best. Except against the Cowboys. I hope he loses every single game against the Cowboys. Except this one. I hope he wins this game. And I think he's just the man to do it. But um overall I'm not like I'm not negative about Jalen. You know, he plays great, he works his ass off. I lo- you know, I'm I'm always for people who work hard, who fucking handle their business, who do the right shit and you know and who become winners. I'm not you know, I, I love Jalen Hurts. I'm a fan. Not a fan of the Eagles, fan of the Cowboys. But even then, I mean, he's putting together like the first drive, I'm watching a little bit of it. Cause the uh the NFL put it on their YouTube channel and it's like in the highlights of the Google, um of the Google live game like game log. And they're showing like the series and it's like it's a pretty fucking awesome series. By the way, big fucking shout out to Fox and their 4K cameras. And I remember I was like reading a comment or a tweet or something like that from like you know, somebody who knows cameras, and they were like, and I talked about how, like, this camera is probably less than, like, 10 grand, and the cameras that the NFL uses are, like, 20 to 30 to 40 or 50 grand, and I'm like, get those dumbass big rigs off of television, they suck so much, comparatively to, like, these shots in 4K that look so fucking awesome, holy shit, these things look awesome, it's like, they make... They make every other camera look like a piece of shit. That's how bad. That's how, like, awesome the cinematography is in um in some of these shots that the NFL has. They make every other shot look like actual crap and in, in human feces. Like, that's how bad they are. Comparatively to, like, the 4K shots. It's like, yeah, do that shit more. Again, big fucking shout out to Philly. Not Philly, but Jalen. Thinking like another world or another universe, I probably was a Philadelphia Eagles fan, but then I was like, eh, I like teams that actually win football games and aren't disasters. And not a big fan of eating horse manure when my team wins a Super Bowl. Even though the Cowboys haven't won a Super Bowl in like 20 years, but you know, like, still five Super Bowls in like 60 years. It's more than the Bears and the Vikings and the Lions all have combined, I might add. <clears throat> I can't wait for the playoffs can you I can't wait this this year's playoffs are gonna be so exciting man so many awesome teams so many great matchups Tampa Bay um Tampa Bay the Saints the Packers the Seahawks I really really like the Seahawks and the Packers this year and also Tampa and you know what? I think a couple of uh, weeks ago I was a little bit skittish on Tampa I think I'm going to put them from the NFC East to represent the NFCs. I think it's going to be Tampa, the Packers, and the Seahawks. I think one of those three teams is going to represent the NFC East in the playoffs. And then um, who else is going to be playing? Not in the NFC East, but in the AFC. Oh, yeah, the Chiefs. I have no idea how any team is in the AFC is going to beat the Chiefs this year especially when the Chiefs are probably going to like play some of their starters next week and then they're going to come out a little bit slow against uh, whoever they play on the playoffs in like two to three weeks they're going to play some of their starters next week maybe not for the entirety of the game we'll see Chiefs are going to be fine next week man absolute domination for the entirety of the season even when they have bad games and they've had bad games in the last couple of weeks they still find ways to win and it's just like that's That's fucking what a great fucking team does. You find fucking ways to win football games. Big shout out to the Chiefs. I love winning teams, man. I love them. Speaking of winning teams, I kind of forgot to kind of go over this scenario. Because it kind of like, I thought the... Did I predict that Washington was going to beat Carolina today? No, I didn't. I like sometimes I forget my game day predictions. I have the Panthers actually beating Washington, which I was like, I was almost like today I had the uh the the Texans beat the Bengals, that was an upset. The Steelers beat the Colts today and I had the Colts beating the Steelers, that's obviously an upset. And then what else was an upset? The Cardinals lost to the 49ers. And then I think that's it. It's like, man, a lot of upsets happened this week. Instead of just like, you know, scheduled perfection, the NFL is like, eh, we're going to shake things up a little bit. So we'll see what happens. Looks like Kelsey kind of had an injury. I'm fast forwarding to the game right now because I already know what happens and I don't want to keep you from watching the good stuff. But, um, oh, yeah, the uh, sorry about that. I kind of start, uh, started a thought and then stopped it. The situation that I had had um, kind of going for this weekend was, okay, the Washington football team beats the Carolina Panthers and the Cowboys beat the Eagles, and I'm so glad that I was wrong about that. I thought it was going to happen. Like, it's weird. It's like sometimes it's like you feel – Things are going to happen over things that you predict. So, for example, I predicted that the Eagles were going to beat the Cowboys, and the Cowboys were going to fall to the Eagles, obviously. And the Washington football team was going to lose to the Carolina Panthers, even though I felt differently. Like, my feelings kind of didn't get – I didn't let my feelings get in the way of what I wanted to happen. I wanted the Eagles to beat the Cowboys, and I predicted that the Eagles were going to beat the Cowboys. Cowboys just scored a touchdown, making it 14-9. But I felt like the Eagles were going to beat the Cowboys feelings-wise and also, like, logically. It's like the Cowboys, they suck. (laughs) Then what I also kind of like, it's hard to describe it, but I've not felt, but what's the word I'm looking for? I predicted, I looked at, and I thought that Washington was going to lose to the Carolina Panthers, even though I felt that they would win. I don't know. It's hard to kind of go on, I guess. I don't know. Well, yeah, it's fantastic that the Carolina Panthers are beating the crap out of Washington. I think they play up against the, um, I forgot who they play up against. I think it is that they play up against the, um, the Bucks next week. So we'll see what happens next week, of course. As I fast forward through the rest of this football game. All right. So, yeah, I didn't really think that the, like, what is it? The Panthers and the Eagles would both kind of handle their business. The Falcons, obviously, I think the Falcons are still going to be in front of the Cowboys. Um, but the Chargers, let me kind of look at the game right now. Oh, no, it's 13-0. to zero. If the Chargers win today, and I think if they lose next week, the Chargers, the Chargers, I think, have a easier strength of schedule or harder strength of schedule, so I think they actually will have, like, like they'll have the tiebreaker, for example, so they'll, you know, get to where they need to go. Um, if Dallas and them are tied up, they'll have a higher draft pick than the Cowboys. However, um... Wait, 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 is that is that the final score? Oh, yeah, I'm like, is this the final score of the game? Like, did I seriously just fast-forward through the rest of the game? Yeah, I did. Young Hoku just missed... I think a chip shot. I'm not sure. Yeah, Matt Ryan just took off his helmet. Yep. Let me drag it out. Hold on. Let me drag it out. Did he miss a chip shot? What is it? This is 39. Yeah, so he should. He's a professional. Listen, I like young Hoku as a kicker, he should be able to hit this field goal. And it is windy in Kansas City and bang, yep, it was the win. Wasn't his fault. Would have been a hard fucking kick to make. See the exact issue with playing in Kansas City. But yeah, he should be able to hit a 39 yard field goal. That's ridiculous. But you know, everybody's dapping him up because they, they understand how fucking hard it is. But yeah, it's a 39 yard field goal. He should be able to hit it. He's a professional athlete. Yeah, the wind fucking I mean, when I tell you the wind blew this bitch away. The wind blew this bitch away. Blew it away. Let me see it again. What is this? I'm on the Golf Channel right now. Sev or Steve battles adversity to become one of the greatest professional golfers of all time. Ah, uh, Jesus. The Golf Channel, like, literally replays, like, all of their movies. Like, they played the one, the golf movie with um, Taraji P. Henson. It's why I don't watch, like, live TV anymore. The only reason why I was watching the golf channel was because, like, literally, um, <clears throat> literally, um, like, I, I, like, I had the TV on the NFL Network and the golf channel is like literally right next to it. Patrick Mahomes is going crazy on the sidelines because he now knows he's done, probably for uh, for the rest of this year. We'll see. Matt Ryan pissed off because this season has been dreadful for him. I got to pee. I definitely should have peed before, but uh, a little bit of a, um, you know, far side or a short side by me, I don't know what the word is. I don't, I can pee fast. I'm a guy. But yeah, anyways, the uh, the situation that kind of just like blew my, my mind away and that I kind of didn't think of was the potential for Washington to go down today and Dallas to go down today. And that essentially is like the perfect situation for the Cowboys. Um, the Giants went down today as well. I think the Dallas Cowboys are still the second seed in their division. If they lose tomorrow, or not tomorrow, but next week, they'll be the fourth seed, and they'll be right back to where they, uh, they want to be. So they won two games that they shouldn't have. Uh, they won against the Vikings. They won against the, um, the 49ers and the Bengals and those are the three games that they lost but yeah they need to lose against the Eagles it's close right now hopefully Jalen can muster up something awesome today keep on keep on and um, Washington's getting blown out by the Carolina Panthers 20 to zero I'll be back in a couple of minutes uh, because I gotta I gotta take a quick bathroom break ladies and gentlemen of is podcast forgot that I not forgot but I remembered that I need to kind of finish off some laundry so after the laundry I'll be back I just used the bathroom I'll be back in a couple of minutes once again 24th podcast actually hold on this is only like one minute long I'll be back in a couple of minutes about that <clears throat> I left so quickly I forgot to mute my microphone anyways um yeah I, when I was using the bathroom I was like feeling on the top of my head because I shaved my head I like shaved my entire head it was the first time <clears throat> that I did cut my hair myself let me plug in my computer as well it's almost out of battery Jesus Christ! cracks a lot of stuff going on Changing up the format of the podcast. 24, what's going on? I know. Anyways, oh, all right. That's probably. I got a burp. <coughs> Excuse me. It's probably the final time that I'll get up from out of this chair for like an hour, maybe two. We'll kind of see. So, you know, I haven't gotten a haircut in like a year, literally. Like since um, January when I went to uh, to go to my aunt's funeral so <clears throat> my hair has been growing out for over a year I've all uh, I'm, I'm not necessarily a barbershop guy because I don't like to talk and it's kind of awkward because they're just cutting my hair and I don't talk at all so um, and I've always like I'm cheap so um, you know it's twenty dollars for me whenever I go I now get to save twenty dollars. <laughs> I'm like, it looks like I'm not going to a barbershop ever again. So, yeah. um, I'm now, like, semi-bald. I have, like, the hair stubble on top of my head. I'm not going to lie to you, man. As much as I'm probably not going to go back to a barber for, like, a really, really long time. I will say this, though. I have a lot of respect for barbers because that was way harder than I thought it was. Especially to get everything, like, evened up and lined up like, all over my head, like, it was super hard, because it's like, you know, depending on how hard you push and stuff like that, depends on, can, like, depend on how deep you cut the hair, so it's, like, even though the guide was at, like, one, like, I had it on the lowest guide that it could possibly be at, like, I, I went deeper with the razor, right, with the cut on, like, part of my head, so it was, like, well, it looks like I'm cutting off all my hair, or not even cutting off all my hair, but essentially going, like, pretty much bald, Oh, yeah I don't know I think it looks awesome <clears throat> let me take a swig of my power and vitamin C I can't wait to watch Seattle play once again watching it right now now this game is a snooze fest I'm gonna cry grown man tears there's like nothing I can do about it <clears> hmm <throat> But Seattle, you know, I'm rooting for Seattle. I like Jamal Adams. I've never disliked him. Again, I'm not a, I'm not somebody who like goes out of my way to dislike players. You know, I'm one of those guys. Like even if they're playing for the opposition, I'm not like, ah oh, man, I hate this guy. This guy sucks. I'm one of those guys. You know, I'm like, eh, do I like the, do I like his game? Do I like the way he plays? Yes or no? If the answer is yes, then all right, I'll, you know, I'm, I'll, I like him a lot. If the answer is no, then you know. Who cares? Jamal Adams on the first play from scrimmage missed a open field tackle against the running back. Never see that really a lot. By the way, Damon ha- uh, Snacks Harrison, uh, defensive tackle for the Seattle Seahawks is on IR. They got him, I think, a month ago almost. It's getting there. So in the, where they, where they had him for almost a month and they haven't activated him off of IR and he's not playing and he's like, Hey man, like I want to, I want to play football. Like, you know, I'm here to play football. Like, let me play football. And they're like, well, we're not going to let you play football. So he's like, uh, release me. And, uh, <laughs> and they are, they're going to release him And I don't know where he can go. I kind of hope he comes to Dallas, come to Dallas snacks come to Dallas. We need a defensive tackle. And he is a, or at least was a fantastic run-stopping defensive tackle with the Giants. So I, um, I hope he comes to Dallas. I hope, you know, I hope you like the Cowboys, they don't have any money and free agency, but like, I hope they find a way to fucking get him and Earl Thomas. That's what I'm hoping. That is my wet dream. Also, the Cowboys losing today. Jalen, um, they have a quick little possession. It looks like Jalen Hurts just went three and out. And um, now he just punted it back to the Cowboys. Speaking of three and out, so did the fucking Rams. They also had a three and out game. Or not a three and out game, but a, a three and out series as well. It's becoming more and more obvious, like, how average Jared Goff is. Uh, compared, Like, listen, man. I, if I was the Rams, I may or may not draft a quarterback, uh, this draft. I would, um, Jared Goff is not very good without Sean McVay. And it's becoming obvious that teams are starting to hone in specifically on how Jared Goff plays. And that puts the entire offense kind of at a, uh, at a disadvantage because if people can tune in and ski in, not even tune in, but like if they, if they can key in, excuse me on what you're running and what you're doing offensively, then they can stop it that much more easier. Excuse me. And when um and when Jared Goff is a very, very <clears throat> uh systematic or systemic quarterback, it's uh, you know, like it's it's pretty fucking easy to key in on what the fuck he's doing. You know what I'm saying? So I would um I would not be I I wouldn't say surprised, but I would be actually delighted if the Rams, they got another quarterback. And they're in the same fucking predicament. It's ironic that the team that didn't pay their quarterback in Dallas, um, that drafted a quarterback in the 2016 draft, is Dallas, and their guy is, like, one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. And the Rams and the Eagles, they're like, we're going to pay our guys, and both of their guys suck, and both of their guys could be and should be replaced within the next couple of years. It's funny how that works, isn't it? Russ first name Russ last name Wilson it's like third and five at the 49 yard line of the um of the Rams quick pass and that's almost intercepted to Tyler Lockett and I think they got a first down and then they went three and out Uh, again the Rams they kicked it like within like inside their 10 yard line or something like that because they didn't go anywhere on their first possession and now the Seahawks they're a little bit across midfield, and now they have to kick it. It's a seduce fest. They got to get first downs, man. Like, how do you not get a first down? Like, I talk about it all the time. I'm like, dude, like, you know, this entire league is schemed for offense and for offenses. It's Like, how do you, how do you not score a touchdown? Not a touchdown, but a first down. How do you not get one? Mm, I'm not sure. What's going on on the field? Oh, I was like, wait, why are the, I was like, what's going on with the players? They were like closing their eyes. It looked like they were praying or something. I think they were like praying for the frontline workers or whatever. Shout out to them, frontline workers. I cannot imagine the long nights and the law in the early mornings and like I've heard the horror stories of like having like I mean technically like doctors they have really really long shifts already but Jesus Christ man I can only imagine like how long people's shifts are as doctors and as nurses in a pandemic where like the death count is like 300,000 or, or whatever for the country And on top of that, like, people are constantly getting sick, and there's millions upon millions of cases, and the hospitals are overrun, and, like, you have to practice social distancing, and it's super easy to get COVID, and, 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 like, disinfectant. Like, it's super, super, super fucked. Like, shout out to the frontline workers. Jesus Christ, man. I can't imagine the situation that they're in. Goodness gracious. Anyways, it looks like another three and out is coming up for the Rams. Play action, Bobby Wagner, or not Bobby Wagner, KJ Wright on the rollout with Jared Goff reads the play fantastically, and he almost gets an interception himself. And now it's third and eight. And now Jared Goff, motion 17, Jared Goff see what happens bang Jared looking fires and that's a completion for first down a Cooper Cup miraculous a first down by the Rams God I hate their uniforms and their helmets their uniforms are so ugly I hate their grays. I hate their helmets they don't look like the Rams God I hate their I hate their unis I hate their helmets why like I, I never get these fan these re, these rebrands that don't actually have like legitimate graphic artists which you can find anywhere and everywhere online and on top of that I have no idea why they don't involve the fans in the process. Like that fucking blows my goddamn mind that fans aren't actually involved in the process of the um of like getting the new uniforms like I just I fucking I don't fucking understand it because it's like it's the fans that have to represent the team wear your goddamn colors your uniforms like it should be like down to even the fucking hoodies as well it's like I, do, I just don't get it you know and then it's like you can have fan artists as well drop the colors and like have a poll online and be like hey we're gonna take online submissions, and we're also gonna have like votes and stuff like that. We're gonna select some of the, our favorites. What um what unis do you want? Because I swear to fair I swear to fucking god man, like these uniforms that some of these the only cool rebrand that I think I've ever seen ever is the Seattle Seahawks. Ironically enough, their colorways in the jerseys that they wear, um that they're wearing right now, like on top of them like actually winning a bunch of games in these cool uniforms that they have they all the uniforms they also look cool man like I mean these Rams uniforms man they suck so much man and the Seattle Seahawks uniforms when you look at these uniforms that they're wearing against the Rams right now it's like you think of the Legion of Boom the two Super Bowls that they went to Marshawn Lynch the playoffs like Cam Chancellor like all those guys you fucking think of all of that shit right plus again Uniforms actually look cool. It's like get people who actually know what they're doing when it comes to rebranding to rebrand the teams, please, instead of whoever you get to rebrand the team. You see, you would look better instead of like the Rams, who look like crap and who apparently are going to reveal another uniform next year, as if the first two didn't suck balls already. They're gonna be like, yeah, let's let's open up the let's open up the polls again. Let's get another one. Get another one going. It's like the Rams are a playoff team. At least they potentially are. Especially if they win this game. They're like, they're going to be 10-5. and five. They're going to have a chance to make it to the playoffs. Like, they're, they're going to tie their record with Seattle, who's 10-4 right now. And I think they'll take the division. Or it's going to be split. Point is, Rams win this game. I mean, they're essentially a playoff team. They may already be. I forgot the standings, but, you know, essentially they are. Wow. I'm watching the Rams offense, man. Jared Goff is, you know, he's been throwing some dimes, man. He's been throwing some dimes. And some of these throws, I'll give him credit, they're not easy throws to make, man. Some of these throws are like, and he hits dudes like on target. Ball's a little bit wobbly, but Robert Woods makes the proper catch. I mean, some of these balls are really, really hard to catch. Not catch, but like throw accurately in stride to some of these guys, right? Jared Goff is making them. It's still 0-0 with like nine minutes left in the first quarter. I'm about to stand up. They hand it off. I don't know who that is, 27. They hand it off to him. Gets maybe like three or four yards. Let me take a swig. Hold on. Second and seven. They are inside Seahawk territory, and this is the Rams, right? Jared Goff once again under center. 27 in the backfield. Play action. Goff rolling to his right. He's going to run. Semi good idea, semi bad idea. He may have gotten like four yards. Looks like three actually. That was an awkward slide. Seahawks walking back to the to the uh, to the auto. Jamal Adams really hasn't. They're trying to go away from him. They're trying to like essentially, and by they I mean obviously the Rams. They're trying to get him uh, as least active in. <laughs> In the football game as they fucking possibly can. They're just like, we kind of, and I'm trying to find them, like, on every single play because of how, like, significant. Wow, that was an awesome throw. Jared Goff threw it, like, in traffic between, like, two linebackers to Robert Woods. Like, that was a awesome throw. Bang, bang. That was awesome. And then Robert Woods, at the end of it, takes a shot by Bobby Wagner. Jared Goff bang ooh, it's hit at the line of scrimmage not at the line of scrimmage Just gets hit in the pocket but they got the first down now it's like second down and 10 after the incompletion I will say this Seattle does need a pass rusher like it's all linebackers and safeties bro like it's all Bobby Wagner KJ Wright Jamal Adams they're showing this guy D Ford get double teamed, and he essentially made the play. But yeah, they need fucking help at pass rushers. Maybe they should call up Dallas and ask for like Demarcus Lawrence and give up like you know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I know I'm not. <laughs> I'm like I'm just kidding. No, I'm not. I'm like hey, can you give us like a first or a second? I would not mind that at all. I would not mind it. I really wouldn't. And be like, yeah, let's, uh, let's, you know, well, I mean, that's not going to work because of dead cap space, but, you know, just a thought. Third and seven. Sean McVay breathing heavily into his play card sheet. You know what? I completely forgot that the Rams were one of the teams on hard knocks. Like, I was like, I remember at one point in time this week, I was remembering, like, who is exactly on, um, like who like who was on hard knocks this season and I could not fathom him. I was like, Oh yeah, they had two boring teams because instead of they had like they drafted Kenneth Murray this year, right? The Chargers did. They drafted Kenneth Murray. They semi they they had Justin Herbert on the team and they were like, Yeah, we'll pass on talking to them. We'll talk to guys that aren't going to make it to the actual team and then show them getting cut. It's like The last episode was like an absolute snooze fest of an episode. I was like, why? Why did you show me that episode? Why was that? Why was that? How did that get greenlit, you know? How did when they show that to, like, their bosses, how did that not get, how did that not get, like, shut down, you know? I I was not okay. I don't, I don't understand it. Like, people should have been like, um, where's Justin Harbour? Where's, um... Where Where is Aaron Donald? I know we had him like four or five years ago when we, you know, showed him off, but it's like, where's Aaron? Where's Justin? Why aren't we talking to those guys? Why aren't those guys the focal point of their, you know, of their offensive schemes and stuff like that? I just, I just, I don't, I don't get it. It's three to zero after the Rams punt it or not punt it, but like, you know, kick the field goal. They were in field goal range, but I thought that they weren't gonna punt it or kick it or whatever. Seattle's gotta do something. Like they've essentially gone an entire first quarter. It's like six minutes left in the first without essentially doing anything. Like I don't know if they've had a first down or not. They've had some pretty good field positioning here and there, but it's like do something, Russ. And then Seattle was like, Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna run the football, guys. We're gonna try and do that. It's like, hey, can we establish the pass? Before we try to establish the run, it's not like, uh, you know, your main, like how your team has won football games and how your team has been awesome. It's not like, you know, it's been because of your running game. It's because of your fucking passing game. And I love DK Metcalf because already he's antagonizing the Rams. He did it to the Eagles. I love DK. Oh my gosh. I have, and then they're showing, like, I like we get the Buda Baker, DK Metcalf play, I don't get why everybody is obsessed with this play, it's a fucking awesome play, but fuck me, man, how many times are you going to show a Black Panther chase down a wounded antelope in the African Serengeti, it's like, we get it, he's big, he's strong, he's fast, he's faster than Buda Baker, I get it. You know, it's an awesome play. It shows a lot of heart, but Jesus Christ, man, like out of all the plays he's made in the entirety of the season, you're just going to keep on showing that one? Like, okay. All right. I didn't, I don't get it. Oh yeah, I I also have a question. Why are you trying to run the ball through Aaron Donald? That's just not going to work at all. I'll say this about Aaron there's times where he kind of disappears from games and things of that nature but there's also times where I mean he's just like I would not want to run my offense through Aaron Donald like he, he he's not the week he is not the weak link I'm like it's kind of funny whenever I'm watching and now Seattle they're like oh wait we we kind of want to pass now what is going on with Washington I just saw the uh, the Carolina Panthers touchdown uh, on the Seattle um, versus the Rams game. It's like a muffed punt. I don't know if he calls for a fair catch or not. Oh no, he drops it. He doesn't even catch it properly. I think he did call for a fair catch. But the issue is that he drops the fucking punt, and then the Carolina Pan- and then it gets like booted back into the. Uh, the uh the Ram- not the rams the washington football team's own end zone and then the panthers recover inside the end zone it's like great job great job score is still the same by the way for washington versus the panthers 20 to 3 jesus christ going into halftime coming out of halftime still the same thing for the chargers 13 to 3 13 to 0 excuse me uh big fucking shout out to my guy jay herbert playing absolutely lights out and then the Eagles, they've only extended their lead, making the game 17-13. Th- Cowboys, they scored a couple of times. I think they scored, like, two field goals. Yep, they did. On top of the touchdown. Who do they score it with? Is a receiving? Oh, it was Michael Gallup. He has 90 yards, by the way. You know, I, I thought about it, or I talked about it during this podcast. I kind of talked about, like, trading. No, I didn't. I, I like I've thought a lot about trading away Michael Gallup but I mean sometimes he has games like this where he just fucking pops off you know I love Michael Gallup but it's like there's no way you can pay him what he wants and probably he wants more than uh more than fucking you can pay for it. <laughs> and he deserves it he's a he's a really really awesome wide receiver I love Michael Gallup but it's like I also kind of want to see CeeDee Lamb in that role that he's playing as well as in the slot. But, you know, not everybody like you got essentially a lot of mouse to feed. And it's like you can't fucking feed everybody. Oh, Jesus, that was a terrible play by the Rams special teams. Where they try to bring it out and they may have lost like a yard or two instead. Then Aaron Donald, headbutts, I don't get that. Do they not get headaches? I'm not a football player. I've never been, a, like, I, I I. got concussed one time, right, playing football. No pads, no helmets, nothing. I got tackled hard by a kid that was a linebacker. I was skinnier than what I am today. I got laid out, but I got up. Oh, my God, that was terrible. I can. I can remember the pain that I was in. Head-wise, not really body-wise, I could shake off, but it was the head trauma that I was just like, I couldn't fucking deal with it, you know? It's like, I can't can't imagine head-butting your own teammate as you get off the field and make a play. I just can't imagine that. And now Fox is like, hey, 24, you want to know where Jamal Adams is? Here you go, here he is. He's on the opposite side of the football field where the play was run. Love it. Like, see, they're they're trying to not get Jamal Adams involved on the play at all. What's going on? What's going on? Hold on. Jesus Christ.
1: Jesus Christ
0: goodness gracious Jamal Adams is like fucking Iron Man goodness gracious he's just not human he has like broken fingers he's had an issue with like his shoulder and things of that was that him no that's somebody else Jamal Adams isn't that dark but like Jamal Adams has fucking had like broken fingers and like shit like that going on and it's just like holy shit and he's playing and it's like I don't know how he tackles people. I get it you need your hands and stuff. I don't I don't understand how he can tackle. He has like two broken fingers, man. Goodness gracious. Jamal Adams, awesome fucking football player. Third and nine. Jared Goff. 13 yard line. Bang. Makes it happen to him. And Jamal Adams almost gets there again. Make the tackle. Make the tackle. Ugh, they didn't make the tackle. Anyways, um, I remember Chris Sims he was talking about how like Jamal Adams is like a more athletic version of Cam Chancellor. And at first I didn't, like, believe it because, like, if you fucking know who Cam Chancellor is, that guy is ridiculously huge, man. He's like a linebacker. He's essentially Jamal Adams, right? But as I watched Jamal, I'm not going to say he's, like, more athletic than Cam because Cam Chancellor was a fucking monster when he was playing. I don't know, man. They play a very, very similar style. Very physical, very smart, very dangerous. It's like, Jesus Christ, man. I don't get it. I don't get it. Like, they got two. They got two Cam Chancellors. Seattle did. Meanwhile, the Cowboys haven't had a Pro Bowler at safety in like almost 20 years. That's okay. We may get one very shortly. What I mean by that is that I should I, I think that the Cowboys should sign Earl Thomas. <coughs> That's what I mean by that. All right. How long? 44 seconds in the first quarter, right? Can we get DK involved? Play action. Go deep, Russ. Bang! Ball's batted at the line of scrimmage. But there's but there's a flag on the field. I was like, I I knew they had DK at the bottom of the screen because Fox pointed it out. I was like, can we get DK Metcalf involved, please? DK, I think, was running like a core route or something like that. I'm not sure. What is that? Too many men. What is that? Delay of game. Too many men on the field. Illegal men. I don't know what it is. It's where the ref puts his hand on his head. Hold on. Illegal man downfield. Yep. Excuse me. That was my remote. Hold on. Should I full recline recline right now? I think I should. Hold on. I'm going fully in. I'm reclining. Let me spit out my gum. I've been chewing it for over two hours. First and 15, Russ. Bang! Quick pass out DK Metcalf. On first and 15, 13, I'm fully reclining. I want to be entertained. Hold on. As I, like, spit out my gum. It's like it's getting to the point where, you know, you chew it for like two hours. How how much longer can you chew it for? Looks like it's gonna be on the Rams. I'm I'm getting comfortable here. I want to get comfortable. I'm getting in my my blankie. Pass interference. Offense. Penalty is declined. Second down. What? Who's it on? DK. bang and they just have him run a slant hey Seattle maybe you do that a little bit more often maybe I mean I don't I don't I apparently I don't I don't know what the call was apparently it was pass interference on the defense not on the offense and then Chris Carson just runs straight through the uh the entirety of the Rams defense uh whoever drew the flag I don't know who but it looks like it was on the Rams and not on Seattle and, it, and I mean DK just ran a perfect slant absolutely fantastic Oh my God. To think that teams were going to pass up on him and he could have potentially have been a third round draft pick. Remember that. Don't let him ever forget that the Eagles drafted JJ or Sega Whiteside who isn't even drafting or not drafting dressing anymore or Whiteside or our Sega Whiteside isn't even dressing anymore. He's in street clothes right now against the Cowboys it's not even he's not active he doesn't travel with his well technically they always bring their equipment but you know what I mean like he's not he's not gonna like you know play because he sucks and he was drafted in front of the I don't get it I don't I could have told you that could have ended well I'm like who is he from some type of Spanish football league I know a guy who's playing in an actual football league in America why don't you draft DK? I don't get it. And now they're really starting to open up with DK. Jalen, they're showing, I'm guessing that Jalen Hurts touchdown, and they're showing, I think that's Gallimore, right? What is that coverage? Jesus Christ. I got to see this play again. Thank God I'm not watching. <laughs> I love Jalen, man, but oh my God. Thank God I'm not watching. having to watch this. This terribleness. They slammed fucking, um, they slammed, what's his name? Alden Smith to the ground. It was terrifying. Let me see, um, where Jalen, Hur- not Jalen Hurts, Jalen Smith is. Let me see where he is. Oh, he's now an on-ball linebacker now. That's interesting. What was the formation? Was it multiple tight ends? Yeah, they've tried to do this way more with Jalen. And what on-ball means is that he's essentially on the line of scrimmage. So now he's on the line of scrimmage. Let me see it. Bang. Jalen. Jalen. What did I just watch? Not the touchdown. Let me stand up. I got to talk about this. Oh, my God. How does this happen? Oh, man. I'm not mad at, like, Deshaun Jackson, like, taunting the Cowboys or whatever. I don't really care. I got to talk about Jalen uh, fucking Smith, man. That was abysmal. Holy shit. Oh, yeah, and by the way, the Cowboys, they scored another touchdown to who? Michael fucking Gallup. He's, on a, he's having a fucking game where he has over 121 yards, six receptions, two touchdowns. He's on fucking fire right now. Oh, my God. What was it? What was the play? This, this play right here epitomizes everything that I dislike about Jalen Smith he is being blocked by Greg Ward Jr. a undersized underweight wide receiver Greg Ward Jr. is or was a former quarterback he's now a wide receiver he is short Jalen Smith is a Adonis why have you not trucked him and he gets blocked by Greg Ward Jr. and I'm like how the fuck does that happen And then on top of that, the thing that really, really irks me about Jalen, Jalen doesn't have a pass rushing move. Like his pass rushing move is to run fast. Like that's it. And then he gets like lost in the, in translation kind of, what's it called? Like lost. uh, He gets washed out, maybe not washed out, but he kind of just like, uh, like he's not there. Like he can't make the play. Right. And I'm watching this mess and I'm just like, dude, make the fucking play like that's a wide receiver man you're a linebacker that's an undersized wide receiver if that if if that was like a hit you would have gotten trucked like I I just like oh man it's like so much money just wasted on Jalen like I don't get it and then Deshaun Jackson doing Deshaun Jackson things and then he, like, cartwheels into the end zone because this is, like, his only touchdown of the season, essentially. <laughs> like, all right. I used to like D-Jack until he started to dance on the Cowboys. It's like, come on, man. Russell Wilson going deep. Chris Carson. He had somebody on his left side of the football field. It's like, I'm, Russ, I'm watching Russ. I don't know if he thought that – I don't know what he saw here. Russell Wilson. It's, like, for second and six, right? At the Rams forty he had Tyler, but he wound up and then he just like didn't let it fly. It's like Russ, just like, you know, just like like sling it just a little bit, you know? Third and six. Bang. Play action. Rolls to his left, pumps, can't set up. And he's just gotta throw it out of bounds. It's like he's got to do something here I mean we're talking like top of the second quarter 14 minutes 26 seconds left in the second third and six Russ in the shotgun Russ bang he looks looks over the middle he throws it's caught is that Olsen that's Olson. Flags fly on the field probably for holding on the offensive line or P.I. Shout out to Greg Olson. Love him. Can't wait for him to be um, a color commentator. Uh, he's got a great long career at that, but he's, in my opinion, he's a Hall of Famer. Shout out to him. Hall of Famer on the field. Hopefully a, you know, a Hall of Fame radio broadcaster. Not a radio broadcaster. Oh, that's P.I. on the defense. Never mind. Are they going to show it on? Oh, yeah. I don't know I just gotta ask the NFL like and for anyone that's like I don't I don't know like like I remember when the whole Michael Gallup play against the Rams was called back you know with Jalen Ramsey and it was offensive pass interference I just gotta ask right in situations where the DB grabs and holds onto the wide receiver, what should the wide receiver do right? Because you got to disengage, right? And, it, like, if he grabs you by the waist, like, what do you want him to do? Not push off? Like, I'd, like I like, I, think it's like the refs in this occasion, they made the right decision in not calling PI on Greg Wilson or Greg Olson, excuse me, where I've seen way too many people be like, yeah, you know, if a guy pushes off, he pushes off. And it's like, well, if the DB engages him by holding on to him, you know. Like how do how do you expect him to disengage especially if he grabs him behind the arm especially to create separation again it's like if he if he doesn't already have the separation because he lost it because the DB held onto his arm to slow him down he has to then disengage and then create separation by pushing him off i think that he should be allowed to push off is what i'm trying to say I also, like, here's the thing, right? I'll say this. I think the DB should be allowed to hold, like, to hold onto the wide receiver. But I think for, you know, for a little, maybe for, like, yeah, for maybe a couple more yards. I Like, I'm, I'm not going to, like, here's the thing. I'm not going to, like, I, I I don't know. What I think is this, right? If the DB, if the DB, I'll, I'll be fair on this. If the DB holds onto a wide receiver and the wide receiver pushes off, I think no flag should be thrown. Excuse me. Specifically, if he makes the catch. Only if he makes the catch. Just don't throw it. I don't know. I don't know. These rules are kind of like a little bit janky, but I, I don't know, man. Like, I don't think that it should be penalized if a wide receiver pushes off of a DB. And I'm willing to be like, I'm willing to be like, you know what? It's fair if the wide receiver doesn't push off. Which just means that the wide receiver won't push off. You know? Because like, oh yeah, if I'm not going to get the flag, I'm not going to get the flag, so I'll just not push off. But I still want the wide receiver to be able to make the play and to be able to push off if he wants to. And by push off, I mean like shove his ass off of his body. You know what I'm saying? That's what I mean by push off. Let me take a swig. I don't know. I just don't like how like helpless a wide receiver or DB can be in that situation where it's like, oh yeah, you know, we'll just... Not let him do anything and penalize him if he does do something. It's like, well that's kind of stupid. But yeah, we'll see what happens with um with fucking with these rules and stuff like that. What am I watching? What are these CGI graphics? You know, like out of all of the ways to display information, for some weird reason. the the, some of these like NFL broadcasts they decide to do CGI and it's like it's just like the weirdest shit ever you know it's like out of all the forms to be able to relay the information they choose this janky ass CGI it's like dude like if you're gonna do it do it right you know like actually spend time and money on it if you're not gonna do it right and just like have the fucking regular scoreboard, like like we don't need to see all that shit. I was reading an article today by the the New York Post, and they were talking about how like all the pregame shows for the NFL are essentially all the same. And it's like I cannot agree more. I don't watch any of them. I don't I don't watch any of them. Like I don't watch NBCs. I don't watch Foxes or CBSs. I think all of them are exactly the same. The, and the article then goes on to mention, like, the only show with actual information is Jay Glazer. And that's kind of it. The only personality with information. It, it is Jay Glazer, and that's it. And it's just like, I just... They're all the same. They're all boring. It's like, can we get some better broadcast, please, man? Jesus Christ. As I'm watching, the Rams just quick game... The Seattle Seahawks, who are discombobulated. Yep. I don't know if that's too many men on the field or what. What is it? Seattle. What's the fucking penalty? They, oh, yeah, it is too many men. Uh, maybe not. He was across. Probably should pick that, pick that shit up. We'll see. Probably not. Goff is like eight for 13 for 77 yards uh, like second quarter 11 minutes 35 seconds left in the ballgame or not in the ballgame in the second quarter Jamal Adams is already breathing incredibly heavily finding him what position he's playing linebacker oh they got him on a false start yep Yeah, that's so Cam Chancellor, though. But Cam Chancellor, here's the thing about Cam Chancellor, and this is where I think he has Jamal Adams beat as an overall player. I think Cam was a better free safety, and I think Jamal is a better strong safety. Meaning, like, you could put Cam Chancellor legitimately on Gronk, and he would be able to cover Gronk. Over, like, I'm not necessarily sure if you put Jamal Adams on Gronk that he's able to cover Gronk. But like on this play right here on first and five, the, the play, the guy that makes the play against the DB, not against the DB, the, against the, um, against the, uh, against the running back and gets this like inside penetration and he just gets unblocked and knows where to go and just waits for the running back to make his cut and then just makes the fucking tackle. That fucking guy is Jamal Adams. And then they're Sean Dallas versus Philadelphia and. Michael Gallup going absolutely fucking berserk. Oh my God. And they have him out of frame. It looks weird when they don't have the player in frame, the 4k camera, by the way, by the way, haven't seen that bitch all day long. Do You want to know why? No touchdowns. It's Three to three, ladies and gentlemen. But yeah, it looks weird when they don't have the player in frame versus when they have the entire audience in frame. So maybe fix that. But yeah, I would prefer that image than all of the other images that I get on a daily basis like Fox's broadcasts, incredibly enough like some of them when it just comes to like the visuals like some of them are better than Sunday night last time I checked they don't have Carrie Underwood singing oh Sunday night Jared Goff looking firing and that's why he's a strong safety Jamal Adams had an interception against Jared Goff, one of the leaders, by the way, in sacks, which that's weird to say of a DB. He gets kind of stuttered at the top of his route, at the top of the tight end route, hits him right in his hands, too. Just can't come up with the play. He's trailing on the route, and Jared Goff throws the ball behind him, and Jamal Adams just misses the pick. Tight end gets fucking obliterated because of it. Is it really that cold outside in Seattle? Jared Goff has his hands in his fanny pack. I mean, Sean McVay is also wearing a hoodie, but, I mean, he's the coach. They're just going to let it run out, right? Yep, looks like they are. All right. Giving Jamal Adams some treatment here. They're showing Baker Mayfield's progressive commercial. Okay. Yeah. Jamal Adams, uh, first year with the Seattle Seahawks, already their best player. Like, I cannot imagine. Like, I like you you would think, right, Seattle would be a good defensive team and things of that nature. I have no I I would not love to think about how bad they would be defensively if they did not have Jamal Adams they don't have a legitimate pass rusher it's him he's one of the their best run stoppers he's like okay in coverage to good he does everything on the team defensively like I have no idea how bad this team would be I would hate to think about how badly this team would be how bad excuse me this team would be because they don't have good corners He's essentially their best safety, and they don't have any pass rush. Like, they have good linebackers, but they don't have any pass rush besides him. Like, I just – and blitzes. Blitzes, by the way. Like, I just – good God. <laughs> oh, my good, It's not a pretty thought at all to think about how terrible Seattle's defense would be without him. So, anyways, on third down, the Rams, they got to kick a field goal because they're – They couldn't get it on on all of the other three downs. The first down, of course, is what I'm talking about. And now Seattle, after kickoff, will get the ball back. All right. Just got to ask, when are we going to get DK involved? Six to three. Seattle's defense is really hung in there. Imagine if Seattle had had like a really really awesome corner or they had had like or they had had like a um, a really really awesome uh, you know pass rusher or whatever like imagine how awesome they would be if they had like one of those players over just like literally nothing you yeah. know I'm checking on the other games Washington is probably going to lose to Carolina I think God. And all the cowboys have to do is lose to the um to the Eagles today. They are up by three at half at halftime. So maybe uh just lose. Just go down. Just go away. Just lose today. Just lose. And then lose next weekend as well. That's all I'm asking. They have lost. Don't be the Jets. Go down. I get like have a great performance. Have a solid, you know, let's clap. Woo! No cowboy. Just lose today. Just lose I'm sick of it that way we can be mathematically eliminated from the playoffs we will be I think the third seed in our division the Giants being the fourth and then if we lose to the Giants next week we will be the fourth seed and then we will draft easily within the top 10 let me check let me check let me check the Giants lost today but the Giants are 5 and 10 so if we lose to the Giants next week God, if we lose ne- I got a burp. <coughs> Excuse me. If we lose to the Giants next week, Dallas should be a a top 10 team when it comes to the draft. That is what I am banking on. That is what I am hoping on. Sean, DK Metcalf beat this guy Williams and that is a poorly thrown football down the field. I think that's probably weirdly enough one of Russell Wilson's worst deep balls this year. He throws a really, really awesome deep ball. It's like one of the things that people completely get wrong about Russell Wilson. He has like the highest or one of the highest completion percentages in the NFL when it comes to deep balls. Extremely accurate dude, by the way. And he goes three and out again. Oh, Jesus Christ. It's like Seattle's got it. Seattle doesn't have it. Three. Three maybe three, three field goals. I was about to say three field goals for, obviously, the Rams, not collectively, but, you know, I may as well say it collectively as well. There's only been three field goals. It's starting to turn into Kansas City versus Atlanta. Let me kind of check out the other games as well. Bottom of the third quarter is 20-6. to Once again, for the Panthers, End of the third, it's 13-3 to for the Chargers. Keep in mind, um, I'm wanting the Chargers to win today. The reason why I want the Chargers to win is so that way um, I think Dallas will be ahead of him when it comes to the tie break or something like that. I'm not really sure. There's no way the Broncos don't draft a quarterback. There's no way that they don't. So I would want the Broncos to be higher up than uh, than the Cowboys and the Chargers. Chargers could potentially draft. They're probably not going to get an offensive weapon. They already have Hunter Henry, Keenan Allen, and um, Mike Williams. They probably could get a running back, but more likely than not, they would more likely than not get Micah Parsons, Patrick Sertain. Caleb Farley, but more likely they would get a DB than a linebacker. Mm. To pair with Casey Haywood Jr. Pretty awesome corner. But it's 13 to three going into the fourth quarter for the Cowboys. Coming out of the second quarter going into the second half. Ladies and gentlemen, it is 22-17. Cowboys. Please lose. Cowboys. You have lost all season long, all season, nine losses. The only thing that I ask, make the next four to five months bearable by losing today and next week. I don't want to see you in the playoffs. I really, really don't. I don't want to see the Cowboys in the playoffs. I'm putting that on them. Like Ricky Bobby. Like in that movie Ricky Bobby. Don't you put that on me Ricky Bobby. I'm putting it on the Cowboys. Dear God lose. Andy Dalton's having like his best game of the season. (laughs) It's like 17 of 21 for 235 yards. Jesus Christ. Oh my God. Like having his best game of the season. Michael Gallup is having his best game as well with 121 yards and like two touchdowns. Shout out to every motherfucker that keeps on talking about how Ezekiel Elliott is like a top tier running back and how he's awesome and all that good stuff. I got a burp. Excuse me. When it's like Zeke only has like 32 yards off of nine carries, it's like, woo, that's awesome. It's great. Great job, Cap. How did the How did the Rams get the ball back? I guess they got a first down. I think they ran like a fake punt. They showed the punter on the sideline. Ugh, God, I was like, oh yeah, it's a three and out for the um for the Seattle Seahawks, and then the Rams were like, nope, I'm gonna make sh- quick short work with that. Let's go, Jalen. Cowboys. It's now third and three right now. Come on, Philadelphia! Did they just score again? Yeah, it went from like twenty to uh to twenty six right now. I was like, did they just score? Why? Like, where is where is the Eagles' defense? And it's a CD Lamb, of course it is. Of course it's a CD. Oh my god, of course it's a CD Lamb. Like, where is the Eagles' defense? Stop the Cowboys. Stop them. Stop the Cowboys. He is 18 for 22 for 287 yards and three touchdowns. Stop the Cowboys. It's 27 to 17 right now. It's like, ah, oh, Jesus Christ. Stop them. Stop the Cowboys. Like, everything hinges on the Cowboys losing today. If they don't lose today, then all of my plans. All of my, like, all oh, man, like, everything is ruined. It's just like, just, hey, Cowboys, just do me a solid, you know, just piss off. Just lose today. Do what you've been doing all season long and just lose. Yeah, just lose. Yeah, just, 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 just do that. Jesus Christ, I just, ah oh, man. Talk about showing up late to the party, you know. Jared Goff just threw the wobbliest ball I've ever seen to a wide receiver. Is that Robert Woods again who's on fire today? Yep. Just catching balls and taking names. It's still six to three. Like the Rams have been fantastic this game. Absolutely fantastic offensively except um scoring points in the red zone like that's the only times that they haven't been absolutely fantastic it's it's been uh a snooze fest and it should probably be a a blowout to be honest with you in favor of the rams because of how bad seattle's offense has been playing but the reality is seattle's defense has been playing spectacularly as well and they've only given up six points and it's like hey seattle i'm Maybe uh maybe get your offense involved, you know? Just saying. Can we get I'm gonna watch Seattle like straight up. I'm gonna watch oh wait, nope. Looks like uh that's the camel that's the uh the feather that broke the camel's back that like eleven or twelve yard run with twenty seven. It's like hey Seattle, um maybe help out your offense just a little bit more by uh by throwing the ball to DK. I don't think he's being guarded by Jalen. I don't think Jalen is shadowing him. But even if he is, just throw the damn ball to him. Seattle has three first downs. The Rams have 12. And again, they're not blowing the front door off of them. It's like, I don't, like, it's six to three. They're only down by three. It just shows you how awesome the the Seahawks defense has been playing this game. Oh, my God! What is Goff doing? He just threw a, 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 like, one of the worst interceptions to Quandre Diggs I've ever seen in my entire life. He threw a, he thought it was Patrick Mahomes for, like, five seconds. Like, there was nobody, nobody in the area that wears that awful, awful concrete cement gray. There's nobody. and just chunks it. And he just throws an interception. It's like, dude, like, Where are your eyes, my guy? Where are they? Jesus Christ. I'm just fast forward through all these commercials. I picked the Seahawks to win, and I'm just like, where like eyes! Where are your eyes, Goff? Good God. Hopefully Jalen can make a big play happen against the Eagles. Let's go, Jalen. Let's go, Jalen. I need a little bit of Hurts magic. Anyways. First and 10 at the 35-yard line of Seattle. Bang, they snap it to Wilson. Wilson looks, pumps, fires. Bang, it's caught. So check down to (laughs) Chris Carson. What is he? Like, they're showing the interception. Where are his eyes? Who did he think this ball was going to? What, what what hell And they're even showing like he may have could have run for a first down. I don't think he could have. There's no way he's too slow. But still, it's like, dude, like what are you doing? Nobody was nobody with your jersey was in the area. Showing Chris Carson. You know what what's interesting, right? About the media, about the NFL media? So I'm watching, right, Rich and show. And the Associated Press, the AP, they deny him his MVP voting. And I completely agree with it, right? Not because he doesn't deserve it, not because he doesn't work hard, but simply because he's associated and affiliated with the NFL. Like, he legitimately works with the NFL. And I was watching his guys, like, be like, oh, let me find it for you. It was ridiculous. It's like, really, you don't understand how him working for the NFL – is a little bit of conflict of interest, even though he has his own show. It's like, I, like fuck, man. Like a lot of people have their own shows and they work with the NFL Network. Like, sorry, like you guys aren't the only show that's in the NFL. Even I have my own show. I'm 24. Like I have my own podcast. It's like, like I, I, I don't know, man. But at least I'm, but I'm not affiliated with the NFL. Like, they don't sponsor this. What is this? Okay. So I was like, is this halftime or is that is this the beginning? Let me try and find it for you. So, I'm like, when I saw this, I was like, wait, you guys seriously don't understand? As I like, uh, bu, 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 as I try not to look at anything on screen. Trying not to see if what I got was Seattle. Hold on. Wait a second. Let me pull it up. Oh, yeah. Jalen Ramsey is guarding DK. Let me also stand up after. What is this? This was like, this was the most ridiculous thing I had ever heard in my entire life. I was like, you don't understand how you're not an MVP voter. Hold on. I'm trying to find it. I may just have to like look up Rich Eisen MVP voting. And Russell Wilson just got sacked on third down again. That was awesome. Here it is. This was like a week ago. How did I remember this? This is a long ass. This was December. Holy. This is over a week ago. This is December 17th. When did I watch this? Oh my god, man. This is awesome. I don't I got to listen to this. Huh. Let me listen to this. I stopped listening it to it a little bit of context. I stopped listening to it about a minute into the uh, to the show. Now, Rich Eisen's is a show is notorious for being like super quiet, so it's going to kind of be a little bit hard to hear everything, but I don't know, we'll figure out. Here's Rich Eisen talking about how he is not an MVP voter and he's not happy about it even though he's affiliated with the uh, with the NFL in every way, shape, or form. He's on their NFL weekend shows. He's on their game day morning. He is highly affiliated with the NFL. He does the combine live at Indianapolis in Lucas Oilfield Stadium. He's the only person that does the NFL combine, even though he is very confused as to why he is not a MVP voter for the NFL. Not to say that he doesn't deserve it, but realize you're highly affiliated with the NFL. There's a reason for that. There's a reason why you're not an MVP voter.
2: It's very nice what Rich Gannon had to say. It was um, really cool. It was very nice what he had to say about, you know, you know, uh, meeting him back in the day and getting to work with each other and you know, people uh, associate me with the sport of football, which is terrific, even to the point where it does piss me off, stick to his football, <laughs> all that. I get it that I don't have any other sense of other sports, whatever, all that, but. Um, the fact that Rich assumes I have a vote for MVP or those awards, he he assumes incorrectly.
1: What?
2: I do not have a vote for them. And I found out early on in my career why. Oh, really? Yes. The Associated Press is the one who's in charge of these awards. And they award or reward people in our business with a vote for it. And they decide who gets to vote and who doesn't. Mm -hmm. And I thought after a a few years.
0: Sorry, a little bit of context. So they give people like at Fox, at ESPN, CBS, at all these other places, because I've seen people, I've seen the lists of like people who vote for the MVPs and the NBA and stuff like that. It's a lot of like ESPN, Fox people, CBS, stuff like that. And the reason why is that they work with the NFL, but they're not working for the NFL, right? In fact, they pay the NFL money, to, uh, to broadcast their games. Right. And because of that, right. Like it's seen as like, oh, like Roger Goodell just can't call up, you know, somebody and be like, Hey, um, vote for X player. It's just for like, you know, integrity purposes and stuff like that. Even though in sports journalism, like journalistic integrity is essentially nothing. Like everybody is compromised. Everybody like takes favors they um they 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 don't criticize certain players and coaches and owners and things of that nature in hopes to get into good graces with them for interviews for access people like will never talk about the favors and the bribes that they essentially take from owners and gms and keep in mind bribes don't necessarily let me look up bribes because it's not necessarily like monetary things it's also like favors access like things of that nature bribes Uh, persuade someone to act in one's favor typically legally or dishonestly by a gift of money or other inducement right so you're essentially giving somebody to uh, some uh, somebody something to do something for you essentially right and that can be obviously money and everybody thinks of money but also favors access things of that nature they bribe people they drive media members and thus media members don't necessarily criticize other people but long story short very very little journalistic integrity within the media was uh, specifically within sports it's really really weird to see like this is where they draw the line but still it's the rules that they play by and you got to play by their rules
2: nfl network i did actually look into why why can i i mean i cover the sport i'm associated with it i'm i'm a i give my opinions f- all the time on it i i interview athletes i know them i i i interview anybody from rookies before they join the league all the way through to hall of famers when they're done with the league and well you're never done with the league and word came back i'm not allowed to get a vote because the associated press says i'm an nfl employee and thus i can't get a vote
0: which is one thousand percent true like, it's not even, it's not even up for debate. He won, th- and this is where I actually turned off the video, where they started to justify this. 1,000% fucking true. And by the way, if you're wondering, how's the game, 24? It still sucks fucking balls. I'm not going to lie to you. I would rather watch the Cowboys versus the Eagles, even though I'm like, I got, like, the Cowboys are destroying the Eagles right now. I mean, like, it's seven, it's it's like, what what's the score right now? Like, in, in the game that, like, the live score that I got is like 27 to 17, and they're at third goal at Phillies 3. God damn! Starting to go at Phillies 3. Annie Dalton is having the game of his fucking life when he should be losing the game. It's 17 to 27, ladies and gentlemen. 17, to, he has 356 yards. Amari Cooper and uh, like the the triplets have all fucking popped off. Michael Gallup has 121 yards. Amari Cooper has 115 yards. Ceedee Lamb has 65 yards and a touchdown. And it's third and goal at Phillies three. Hey defense, can you can you do defensive things that you've always done all season long? Can you give us a shot? Give me a shot. This game needed to happen in the best way possible cuz Dallas is going to be the one seed I think if they win this game. Cuz the Giants they went down today. Washington looks like they're going to go down today, right? No, they're going to be tied with the one seed with the Washington football team. Oh, oh my god. I'm watching. I'm I'm just I want to see if they scored. Did they score? It's still, it's loading. They're giving me the game log. Did they score? Don't tell me they scored. Fumble. Andy, throw another interception. Just fall off a cliff. Performance-wise. I need you to start sucking, Andy. It still hasn't changed. It's third and goal at Philadelphia's three-yard line. It's 27-17. I'm watching the Second touchdown pass of Andy Dalton and Michael Gallup where Andy Dalton had a back shoulder fade to Michael Gallup, which was absolutely spectacular. There's the 4K camera. There it is right there. You can literally see the whites inside of Michael Gallup's eyes inside the face mask or the what's what's the the visor, right? They go to the shitty cam. Then they go to the 4K cam. Get in there with that 4K action. Baby, that 4K action. Oh, man, that thing looks fine. Oh, yes, they got it. They got it. Eagles, stop them. Eagles, corners. Stop the Dallas Cowboys wide receivers. Stop them. Do something to stop them. We need, Dallas Cowboy fans need you to stop the Dallas Cowboys. Okay, let me go back to Rich Eisen. I was like, can we can we just, like, can you guys just, like, stop them? Dear God, here we go
2: them because more
0: rich eisen by the way
2: i don't in their mind have independence
0: which he doesn't he does not have independence i like i love rich eisen but i don't get this take like dude like you like you even said it you cover the combine you interview the hall of famers you interview players you interview rookies you interview all the like you have the you have the access that the majority of people don't have because you work with the NFL. Like, am I the only one that sees this? Like, so it, so let me get this straight, right? Without, like, let's say you were still covering the combine, right? But you weren't an NFL media member. You would still be able to cast the combine. You would still be able to be an on-air, like, personality on the combine, right? No, you wouldn't. They'd find somebody else to pair with Jer- uh, Daniel Jeremiah or somebody else. I love Rich Eisen. But it's like, dude, like, they have a good point if they're talking about integrity. Like, you're not independent. All of the good stuff that comes from, like, your show, like, everything that comes from it is because you're affiliated and work for, affiliated and associated with the NFL because you're an employee of the NFL. You 1,000% are. And it's like, I got to, like, and, it, and then it's like, I just, like, I don't understand what they, like, you don't have independence from them. You work for them. You do their game day set. Like, it would be different if you were from Fox. You do their game day morning on the network. <clears throat> I don't get it. Like, it would be like saying, you know what? We're going to blackball all the Fox reporters and be like, and, and the Fox reporters being like, I don't get why we're not Why why we're not the MVPs or whatever. And it's like, because you work for Fox. I, I, I I just don't get it.
2: To vote. Because I'm an NFL employee.
1: Like Roger Goodell is going to tell you who to vote
2: for?
0: Yes, he can. You are his employee. You can. He can. It's
2: beyond absurd. Yeah. And I think after now 18 seasons of covering this and being able to say anything I want to say about the NFL and having had that if you will, political cover from Roger Goodell himself for all those 18 years. I still don't have a vote.
0: It's a little bit of context. Roger Goodell is kind of Rich Eisen's boy. I love Rich Eisen. He's, you know, I like him a lot. Roger Goodell's kind of his guy considering how much shitty SIF stuff that Roger Goodell has done, not just with suspending players when they don't necessarily deserve to do it, uh, deserve to be suspended, but also with the domestic violence things and things of that nature. Like, Rich Eisen has been one of, like, Roger Goodell's, like, one of his staunchest defenders. I'm just going to put that out there.
1: Rich, we actually got uh, audio, exclusive oh audio of gosh.
0: you uh, <laughs> finding out that yes. you don't get a vote from all those years ago. Okay, what is I it? I talked to football players, pro football players across the board. They think it's <laughs> <laughs>
2: I sound quite a bit like Ben Affleck on uh, Bill Simmons' show. That yeah, weird. I don't know. His uh, I don't know. His HBO I, show. I, I, I thought it was that recorded like after you. five p.m. I don't know. <laughs> oh, time? Yeah. during drinking hours. drinking hours. <laughs> I mean, look, I, 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 will give you my opinion here, you know, and I, I give it freely. Uh, it, it, it's, um, it's, it's an antiquated way to look at the world, I guess, but I haven't checked on it in a long time. I haven't, so.
0: It also well over, It was
2: a very frustrating conversation I had yeah. with the Guardian at the Associated Press. Like, are you kidding me? Like, you're telling me I'm I'm not independent enough. Like, you're telling me I can't think for myself. Yeah. I'm too afraid.
0: I'm- no, nope. Missed the point. By the way, watching the halftime show for um for uh for the you know for the Seattle Seahawks game, still a snooze fest. Absolute snooze fest. Um, Fletcher Cox isn't playing. I was like, why do the Eagles suck so much on defense? And it's like, oh yeah, they don't have Fletcher Cox. I was about to say, is Fletcher Cox hurt? i like, no, yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yes, he is. Apparently, and t- Fletcher Cox is a tough cookie. I love Flet- Fletcher Cox. I hope he was a Dallas Cowboy. But, um, Fletcher Cox is hurt. He's out. He's not playing. Sucks. It is what it is. Please win, Eagles. Please win, Eagles. Fly eagles fly.
2: Too afraid. It also or that the NFL. You know what? Let's let's try and influence the the vote for Offensive Player of the Year through Rich. Right. Let's give Rich a call and say, Rich, you better vote for this. Otherwise, your children don't eat. You're like right. seriously, like really, is that but, the way?
0: but it's not. It's not that they can't. It's not that they are going to do that. If you are an MVP voter, it's that they can actually do that. They can be like, Hey, Rich, if you're not. <clears throat> and they can do it in, in subtle ways. That's kind of an extreme way of looking at things, but the subtle ways is, hey, if you don't vote for this guy, we're going to not have you do the combine. Like, they can do that. Like, they can actually do that, Rich. And and it's like, dude, like, that's the whole premise of it. It's like, you are you are employed by the NFL. The other media members from these other media outlets are independent of the NFL, even though they do have, like, like um like, like you know like um even though they do accept favors and stuff again this is like a weird stretch or a weird place to draw the line when it comes to journalistic integrity and stuff like that but still like if we're going to draw the line it kind of makes sense to some degree
1: now there's the so hell. there's so many people and outlets who cover the league it's yes. the biggest sport
2: you know in the country obviously limiting it to just 50 people and it's only I mean, one vote. It. There's not a first, second, or third. Yeah, that's kind of That's that's 50 weird. Fifty people vote. Like, what are we doing? That's weird. It should be a first, second, third, and then there's a point system.
0: Nope, nope, nope. I hate that shit that the NF- that the NBA does. It should be one vote for one fucking person. There's no first, second, and third. Nobody gives a fuck about that. I don't give a fuck about that. I don't give a fuck about the points. You're overcomplicating it. One vote per person. Don't fucking overcomplicate it. The NBA's voting system sucks balls. It sucks. I hate it. I hate everything about the MVP the MVP voting. I hate that all of the people vote for the narratives. I hate that the majority of and I looked at a list of the MVP voters for the NBA. All of them suck. I hate all of them. I don't understand why they even have like I, I don't understand sometimes the criteria of the voting. Voting for these award shows is dumb. It's overrated. It's stupid. Everybody that votes for it pretty much doesn't. Most of the people that vote for MVPs pretty much don't deserve to vote for the MVPs of the league. Sorry to suck, but it fucking sucks. But, like, the NBA system sucks.
1: Let's, let's it open it up to 200, 200,
2: 300 no, people. so many no, people who know. cover the league and cover it so well. Understood, but there's, there's not enough people that, you know, know it that well enough.
0: Now you're getting into essentially the argument where it's like, well, the majority of the people that cover, like, like covering the league and having an in-depth knowledge of the league is two different things. Like, let me look up the MVP voters for the, for the NFL. Who are they? There's 50 people apparently. Let me look them up. I'm just going to look up the, uh, the voters here. I'm not going to say any of their names. Huh. Oh, that's a good name. I'll say one name. I don't Oh. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. I like Here's the thing, right? I like this list. I like this Who do, who does the NBA have voting? Let me look up the MV the uh the MVP voters for the NBA. Cuz I hate their system. The whole like, fucking third, fourth, and fifth bullshit thing, and then it's, like, third, uh, first, second, and third, and then you, you have points if you don't know the points and things of that nature, like, people get points, and they, like, I, it's dumb, I hate it, there's so many names, too, and it's, like, there's some people who I'm just, like, no, like, I'm just, like, who is this person, let me look this guy up, I'm looking up just one random name. I'm not going to tell you who it is. You know, like, if you know how to find these people, you know how to find. Who is this guy? I've never heard of this person in my entire life. Who is this person? No way. No way. That can't be fucking him. Okay, that's not him. Dude, I can't like, okay. I found, I found somebody else. I found who he is. Okay. Here's, here's my issue, right? With, uh, I can't find this guy. I can't find his work. Let me just type in his name and then the NBA. Okay. No, I'm not signing up for this. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to type in NBA and then where he works. Dude, why can't I just find Okay, so he's an he's a specific team's reporter. I have no idea who this guy is. Uh I'm also on ESPN, so I'm getting their live reports. What does he do? This guy works at a very specific company, and I can't find a single article from him. I have his Twitter. But I don't know where he writes. Like, not not know where he writes, but I don't know, like, what he writes. And he gave me, is this a link to his no, this is just a link to ESPN's, I just said his company name, to, like, ESPN's um, NBA. He's an ESPN reporter. I can't. I couldn't fucking find, like, who he is, you know? He works for a specific, like, branch of ESPN, but I just, I don't know, man. Yeah, but there's a lot, there's some people. How How is he a fucking, like, voter? I'm not going to say who, but, like, some of these names, I just, like, I don't understand it. This person, absolute star, she absolutely does deserve a spot. I'm not even afraid to say her name. I'm not, I, I give her a fucking lot of credit. Ramona Shelburne out of like most fucking most fucking people on this list. There is one goddamn name that I want to fucking blast so damn hard that I'm just, I don't get how this guy has a job not a job how he gets an MVP vote I don't understand it at all I don't he covers way too many fucking sports I don't get how he has an MVP vote but yeah Ramona Shelburne Brian Wind uh, Windhorse they're, they're great reporters they they do a great job at uh, at understanding what's going on in the league and things of that nature but yeah like but then there's other people where I'm just like I don't fucking get it man And I'm like, I'm not going to look at every single person, but at some point, there's got to be like, you know, a bar to not have people in it. Also, I'm not going to lie, dude, lot, and when I mean a lot, I mean a lot of ESPN reporters, like an absurd amount of ESPN reporters. To the point where I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? There's more ESPN reporters. I won't say than everybody else, but there's a lot of ESPN reporters, dude. Who is this guy? I've heard of him. Oh, yeah. Mike Breen. I was like, I've heard that name Mike Breen before. Absolutely deserves a spot being an MVP voter. Absolutely I don't mind color commentators and analysts being MVP voters, by the way, um, which is why I got to fucking mention this. Troy Aikman and Chris Collinsworth and Mike Tirico, they're MVP voters. No problem with it. Do you want to know why? They And Peter King as well. Do you want to know why I don't have a problem with Mike Tirico, um, Troy Aikman? And Troy Aikman was like at the top of the list too. Troy Aikman, Mike Tirico, Chris Collinsworth, um, Peter King as well like the reason why and by the way there's like very very few um ESPN is what is there seriously only one guy from ESPN yeah because they don't cover the NFL but yeah like hold on there's two ESPN reporters i have no three es four uh ESPN reporters or just people on the list right as far as I'm scrolling yeah yeah four ESPN reporters and they're all like people who you wouldn't expect like I didn't even know who some of these people are right and it's like I have no problem with Troy Aikman I wouldn't like the reason why Joe Buck isn't on this list is because he doesn't exclusively cover the NFL and that makes sense like during the height of the season he's also calling the World Series and it's like you know I, I mean he's a Hall of Fame fame um, you know play-by-play announcer, but I mean, like, Tony, like, I don't know about Tony Dungy. (laughs) I'm not a big Tony Dungy guy. But yeah, like, I don't have a problem with the majority of uh, the people on the, oh, oh, hold on. Shout out to my girl. I think her name is Cherianne or Shireen. I think her name actually is Shireen. I'm just pronouncing it terribly. Shereen Williams absolutely deserves to be an MVP voter. But yeah, like the God knows how many fucking people who are on the NBA's MVP voter list. That This is absurd. Like this is way too many fucking people. You have legitimate people here that are voting for the MVP. You have Troy. You have uh, Shireen. You have uh, Mike Tirico. You have uh, Chris Collinsworth. And you, like like you got legitimate names here. Hell, you even got fucking Boomer Eisen and Rich Gannon. I'll take those guys. I don't fucking like these are legitimate names. These are like actual people that I recognize and that I respect their analysis on the sport. Like some people, like, God, man, I want to blast like some of these people, man. Like some people, I'm like, if I can watch you on a television show and the majority of the stuff that you're talking about on a television show is just completely incorrect, it's like, no, like, you shouldn't be an MVP voter. Sorry. I like people who can break down the game and who have inside uh, knowledge and information uh, that's relevant to the game. But, I mean, I'm watching, like, some of the people who are, like, <clears throat> who are, like, naming— Like, f- for fuck's sake, you people, you NBA voters voted Derrick Rose to be the MVP one year over LeBron James. Fuck out of here, saying more people need to participate when most of you can't— like, like, I'm looking at the list. It's Giannis all the fucking way. And it's like there, there doesn't need to be a point system— because the points don't matter. Because if you don't get enough first place votes, second place, third place, fourth place, it doesn't fucking matter. It's just a participation sport at that point. And it's like it doesn't matter. The MVP voting is ridiculous. It doesn't matter. I hate it. I despise the way that this goes. The way that the the voting goes. I'm just trying to say you should be in. No,
2: I appreciate that. What I'm just saying is not a lot of people know it as well as I do.
0: He should be in. He does a great job. But because, and like, I'm not even going to say he should be in. But you know what? You know what? I'm going to say he doesn't deserve to be in. You want to know why? It's not because he doesn't work hard. It's not because he doesn't cover the NFL more extensively than everybody else. It's because he has and talks about multiple sports and covers multiple sports. Like Troy Aikman exclusively covers the NFL. As far as I know, Sherry Ann Williams exclusively covers the NFL and, and on and on and on. And then on top of that, they're not affiliated with the NFL. They're independent. They get their paychecks from Fox and NBC, not the NFL. I got a problem with it. I seriously, I have a problem with the MVP voting, but it's not going to get better. It sucks. It's going to get worse. Like, I don't, like, I don't really care that he's not, like, I don't really care that much about the awards and the process of the voting because i know that it's all bs that awards are stupid and that you really shouldn't care about awards fuck man like i love rich but like come on dude like no the award system is already fucked anyways doesn't need to be more fucked this is more for like this is more about people who want to be special than for people who are actually doing special things right this is more this is more about him not necessarily about the players
2: I'm you know not what I mean, Chris? I don't
0: even want to be an MVP voter. I think it's ridiculous. I think it's shallow. I think it's dumb. I think awards don't matter as much, especially not to me. I don't want to be one.
2: I do know what you mean.
0: I, d- I think the, the majority of people shouldn't be one. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. Let's Just open it
2: up a little bit. Let's create a meme. You let's know, open it up a little Put bit. Rich Eisen over DK Metcalf and put AP over Buda oh, Baker Jesus. and send it to DK and say, look, we're comparing <laughs> you to somebody else. Your thoughts.
0: Hey, you want. All right. That's it. God, that set me off like a bottle rocket. Speaking of something that's going to set me off, Cowboys are winning today. 30-17 right now. Jalen did not score or it looks like he will not score. Wait. Big turnover inside Dallas's 30 yard line in favor for the Eagles. Oh, baby. Jalen, Let's get this comeback, baby. Let's get it. Let's get this comeback. Let's get this comeback. Oh, my God. Please, dear God, get this comeback. Do it for me. And, Cowboys, screw this game up. Screw it up. Do it. Do exactly what you've done the entirety of the season. Just do that. Just play. Just come on. Just come on. Just do exactly what you've done all season long. Please and thank you. Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. I'm so annoyed right now. I like just do exactly what you've been doing. Just suck balls. Please and thank you. All right? Okay. And Greg Zerline has hit all of his field goals, it looks like. Jalen Hurts is struggling. He's second and 10. What is what is Jalen Hurts' numbers? 11 for 20. Yeah, he's throwing for, like, 50%. After, like, having an absolute fantastic game, he's just, like, he's, he's struggling, man. Against the Cowboys. Come on, Jalen. Again, he's a little bit, you know, he's a little bit underdeveloped, I think. Like, you know, like, I, I, I like, fuck, man. Like, just, ah, oh, God. He's close, man. Jalen is close to winning this ballgame. He's still got a quarter left. Come on, Jalen. Do it for me. Do it for me. I got your back. I still got it no matter what happens. But still, it's like I want him to win. Oh, man. And then CeeDee Lamb just had another touchdown. Ah, oh, Jesus Christ. I really don't want to see the Dallas Cowboys in the playoffs. I don't think I will. I really don't want to see them in the playoffs. <clears throat> I'm watching the C.D. touchdown right now. I got a burp. Excuse me. Yep. C.D. Lamb has got to have a, a you know a great touchdown celebration. He's got to he's got to fucking have something better. Like he's got to do something. I, I he doesn't have to do the Dez Bryant X, but man, like, see, in the age of like touchdown dances and touchdown celebrations, like Ceedee Lamb has nothing. He's got to do something, you know. He's got to do something. Maybe not. Maybe not the X, because obviously that's Dez's thing and that's what he used to do. But, uh, and still does, by the way. But, fuck, man. Uh, And then Jalen got sacked. Oh, man. Damn. Who sacked him? I don't know. But he got sacked. It's like third and 23 now at Dallas' 41-yard line. And it took them out of field goal range. This may be, to be honest with you, this may be the time where Carson Wentz may or may not be put in the game. But still. I don't know. Jared Goff. mm <clears> mm <throat> I'm I'm not gonna lie to you, man. I'm way more juiced up about Jalen Hurts versus the Cow I'm not gonna lie to you, man. As much as I did not want to watch the Cowboys lose today, I still would have put up the Cowboys versus the Eagles. I'm not gonna lie to you. Over this, this is disgusting. Oh my God. Like can't like Kansas City has let me down again when it comes to like the interests of the football game, right? So of the Rams, it's like six to thirteen right now in the third quarter. And it's like Seattle has done nothing all game. And the Rams have, like, run Ramshack against Seattle's defense, but they've played that, you know, uh, bin-but-don't-break mentality. They've had it for, like, the entirety of the game. And it's like, Jesus Christ, man. It's like, help me out. By help me out, I mean Seattle. Like, help me. Not Seattle. Like Yeah, Seattle, help me by popping off here, you know? We're going to be here for, like, nine Eight forty something. Like there's eight minutes forty something seconds left in the third quarter. It's like, guys, like help me out a little bit. Jesus Christ. Goff over the middle. It's caught for number eighty one. And he's pointing towards his helmet because he's like, um, I got hit in the head. Tight in Everett. <clears throat> and um they didn't throw a flag. We see it does he hit him do they hit him in the head mm, it's a tap it's not enough <clears throat> Jared Goff on center handoff and does he yeah he doesn't he doesn't he only gets like two yards who is that back 27 Who's that guy that they keep showing 91 as well? I'm not sure. Wow, it's now third and six? How did that happen? It it was like second and 23 or third and 23? Now it's like third and six. It's like, okay. Jalen's got to score twice. Jesus Christ, come on, Jalen. Score twice. Win this ball game for me. Do it for me. In Seattle, um, I think they just, yep, gave up another big play to the tight end. 89, Higby, Tyler Higby. Now it's third and 18. How is it? How did, how did it go from like third and six to third and 18 from like third and 23? It's like, I don't, all right, maybe Google's janking up. <clears throat> First and 10. After the Tyler Higby catch. I know I'm bouncing around with a lot of football games, but I this this may this is one of the most important games of the season as it pertains to the draft. Awesome. I I, I don't know if they got the first down, but it looks like it's first and ten. Dallas is forty one. I'm not. Looks like they kept the drive alive. Remember, this is like the Dallas game. Dallas had um had turned the ball over inside their own like 30 yard line and now it's at their 41 so that's awesome come on Jalen maybe Zeke fumbled again maybe that's it maybe that's what happened that's the turnover I'm not sure but Jalen needs to make some fucking magic happen for me oh my god nope never mind apparently it was a glitch in the system because now it's fourth and 15 going back to Seattle Seattle Second and five, bang, Goff, handoff, 23, has the edge, first down, Rams, 27 gets banged up, it looks like, yep, he's down, may look like a calf, well not a calf, but a thigh injury, Jamal Adams in, I mean, when I tell you hot pursuit, absolutely in just the hottest of pursuits Jesus Christ oh looks like it's his left angle not angle but ankle because as Jalen um, as Jalen um, not Jalen Jamal was chasing after the running back he had ankle tackled him and it looked like as it tackled the running back running back had um, <clears throat> the running back had um, his legs his left ankle it looks like kind of like a uh, slid underneath his body and had like taken the majority of the force of his body going down so it looks like that's what happened looking at the place looks like uh, the Eagles went forward on fourth down that was awesome and Jesus Christ looking at like the sacks apparently the Eagles have 132 rushing yards really yeah it looks about Jalen Hurts is 57 Miles Sanders has 55 oh it's like a dirty like a hundred plus rushing yards like Jalen has seven carries for 57 yards And Miles Sanders has 14 carries for 55. So it's like super dirty for Miles. And then Boston's got us like 12. Super dirty. Eagles have got to get a stop. I don't know. I don't think the Eagles are going to win this game. Unfortunately. As much as I would love for Dallas to go down today. I don't think they are. I think that would put the Dallas Cowboys out of reach for the Eagles to catch right. Yeah, it looks like it. But they could still be like a third place team. So that means more likely than not, that the Cowboys are probably going to get like, they may be just outside of the top 10 right now, which ugh, fucking sucks. Cause I think the Eagles are obviously the Eagles are going to retain their spot. Carolina just is probably gonna beat Washington. Washington's gonna be like six and nine or yeah, six and nine. Dallas is gonna be six and nine, but Washington has the tiebreaker because they beat Dallas twice. It's twenty to six in favor of Carolina, by the way. Just in case if you're wondering. And then what else is going on? It's like nineteen to sixteen in favor of the Chargers right now with forty one seconds left. For the Chargers versus the Broncos. so Same thing goes with the Carolina Panthers. The game is essentially over with. It's 20-6. to six. Oh, yeah, I completely forgot. I was like, man, Washington sucks today, right? And then I forgot. I was, oh, yeah, like Alex Smith isn't starting because he has a calf injury. And then Dwayne Haskins, doing Dwayne Haskins things, throws two interceptions. He's 14 for 28, meaning that he's 58% from the field. And then they have Taylor Heineke. I think that's what his name is. Holy shit, he played better than Dwayne Haskins. So, yeah, it was just one of those days. Alex Smith was hurt. Tried to go all week. He's hurt. One game behind the Cowboys. I think they got to go up against the Eagles next week. Hopefully, the Eagles win that game and the Cowboys lose against the Giants. And then I think... I think that'll put the Cowboys... like third or fourth hopefully fourth i think fourth right i'm not sure we'll see anyways what's going on in snoozeville uh population me when it comes to watching the rams versus the seahawks god this game is so boring it would be different if the offenses were playing well and the defenses were stopping them but the offenses they just are not playing well so I can't so you can't be like, "Wow, man, oh, 24. This is a defensive driven game. It's like the offenses aren't playing well, dude. It's 13 to 6. The Rams have like over a hundred yards through the air, and I think even rushing as well. And they still haven't gotten and did they get stuffed? Yeah. That's great defense. That's great defense right there. But yeah, for like the majority of the game, it's great defense on the Seahawks, and that's Brandon Brooks out of Texas Tech, their first round draft pick. Seattle's, or second round, I don't know where he got drafted, but it was I think it was their first round. Made the stop on fourth down. Now Seattle is driving with three minutes left in the third quarter. It's like all right, all right now. As I. Fast forward through the rest of... What is this? It's like some type of fan tribute or whatever. I don't care what it is. Oh, my God. It's 13-6. to six. Seattle's all the way backed up inside their one. Russell Wilson is inside his own end zone right now. It's going to be first and 10 at the one. Come on, Russ. Bang. Looks... Oh, Jesus. Quick pass to Hollister... Hollister wasn't ready at all. I don't know if he was looking in Wilson's direction or not. I'm, I'm not sure. But yeah, Um, shout out to Taylor Heineke. I, I, was set, I said it before. I was like, I'm not out on Dwayne Haskins, right? I said it Tuesday or Wednesday. I think it was Wednesday. I was like, I'm not out on Dwayne Haskins, right? I'm not out on him. I was already out on him. I was out on him months ago, essentially, when he... Brought a friend into. I completely forgot he did this. By the way, I had to be reminded of it. But um, I was out months ago, and I was like, I, I'm I'm out. I'm at, I'm done. I'm out. I'm not. I'm join Haskins guy anymore. He's not my guy. And then kind of like fast forward to this week, where he is um, where he has essentially done nothing, and a guy who, I I don't know who he is, <laughs> Taylor Heineke. Has a touchdown, and it's like one minute, 50 seconds. They're probably just going to kneel it down. He essentially has done more than Dwayne Haskins has all game long. He he has a better completion percentage. He has better numbers. He, has, he doesn't have any interceptions. Dwayne Haskins, give it a couple of years, he may not be in the league. I am serious. He may not be in the league. Seattle at their own one has to punt and a false start happens after a Russell Wilson sack <clears throat> by Aaron Donald by the way just in case if you were wondering what is that guy number four Dixon with the punt is it a boot mm as good as he can get, it. oh, football, Seattle recovers, finally, we got a little bit of action, the returner for the Rams, he tried to recover, he didn't get the ball, he, he well, he, he got the ball, but he started to return it, and then nothing happened, because he freaking muffed the punt, not muffed it, he fumbled it, on the return, they're trying to dig through the pile, they're saying the Ram, a Rams player says that he got it, Refs, they're saying that the Rams were covered. Number 14, you are a lucky, lucky guy. Where's the ball? It looks like Seattle recovered it. Yeah, it does. At least it did before, you know, it got into that pile. I don't know what they tell guys when you go into that pile, but it seems like uh, dudes can just snatch the ball away from you. I don't know. I, I, I've heard people like, you know, it can get pretty rowdy in those piles, you know. I don't know. I never played football. By the way, big fucking shout out to my guy Justin Herbert winning today's game. Hopefully Dallas. You still got, uh, you still got nine minutes to screw things up. Hopefully you screw it up today. Jay, Jay Hertz, save me. Dear God, save me. Um, but the uh, the Chargers they beat the uh, the Broncos, making it six to nine. Yeah, I'm six nine with the nine on the regular. Nineteen to sixteen is the final score for the Chargers against the Denver Broncos. Final score for the Carolina Panthers versus the Washington Football Team, twenty to thirteen. Yeah, it looks like Seattle recovered. I have no idea how how Seattle doesn't get this football. Yeah, I don't I don't get that at all. Let me stand up. For the final like God knows how long. Hold on. In like 2 seconds. Hold on. Let me pause everything oh oof. this ps5 wire that's connected it's the us it's the USB i think that's what it's called this thing my ps5 is like on my desk right now right this thing is on my fucking desk and it's like i constantly forget that it's on my desk and it fucking just like oh Like the wire that it's connected to. I'm so used to having my PS4 be glued into the side of my desk. So it's always like a trip that my PS5 isn't glued and it's standing up. And it's just this massive hunk of technology on my desk. I need to like move some of this stuff. That's like sitting here like the boxes and stuff like that. I'll just throw the boxes in my closet or whatever. But, yeah, this thing is fucking massive. Hopefully, if you wanted a PS5 like everybody else, uh, you got yours. And if you didn't get yours, hopefully you'll get yours soon. I think you will. I think, like, as far as I understand it, like, Sony uh, Sony has talked about having massive stock being stocked back this this month. I haven't seen shit, to be honest with you. I haven't seen any information about that. However, um, considering that, uh, like considering that like the initial wave of like of um of of these of uh, considering like you know they've had about a month like apparently there's supposed to be a, a certain amount of resupply in the next month or so um that's supposed to be for every single consumer maybe not every single consumer that's not that's that's terrible what i just said they're supposed to have essentially enough stock Next month, where if you I think pre-ordered it last month or this month, you should get it in January. And they should have more stock, like a significant amount next month as well, as far as I understand it. And then continuing on into February and March and like stuff like that. So um resellers, their fucking time is up next month. I can't fucking wait for those fucking dipshits that bought all those fucking PS5s. They get fucking wrecked. By Sony when they fucking just like you know have all of their stock have more stock than the resellers can fucking buy and then I get to um to fucking laugh at the resellers for buying up thousands upon thousands of dollars in some cases millions of dollars in stock and then fucking just like being obnoxious about it I don't know I'll be back in a couple of minutes I got something to do on my computer ladies and gentlemen Twenty fours podcast only but a goodie That was pretty good timing it took like two minutes awesome 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 so uh it looks like Jalen's probably gonna go down here because uh it's like 17 to 30 third and 12 at Dallas at 17 yard line with like six minutes left As I was like getting some stuff done on my computer my computer's like rendering certain stuff and it's like it's got to render like maybe not render is the best way but it's got to like load certain stuff. I don't know what the proper term is. Did he? Yep. He just threw an interception. Yep. Ball game. Cowboys are going to win it. Fucking hell, man. Like, come on, Jalen. Oh, man. I was so hyped about Jalen. He he, he played a good game today. Shout out to Jalen Hurts. I love Jalen. He's awesome. I just wanted him to win. So that way the Cowboys could lose. So that way Cowboys could have a high draft pick. And probably get Patrick Sertain. That means that we're not gonna get Patrick Sertain. It's like Andy Dalton had probably one of his best games of his career today. He had twenty he was twenty two of thirty for three hundred and seventy seven yards, three touchdowns and a pick. That's like Dak numbers. And he had it today. He was amazing. Like, Jesus Christ, man. It's like, could you have done that literally the entirety of the season? Maybe we would have won football games. Hey, uh, Cowboys defense, if you guys had given up one, not one, fucking 17 points all season long, we probably would have been in the playoffs. In an actual deep playoff contender. But no, they didn't. And they got it done without Leighton, by the way. Like Leighton Vanderesh, they got it done. Uh, they also got it done without Antoine Woods as well. Like they figured out a way to get it done. Granted, uh, Eagles didn't have Fletcher Cox, but still, it's like, come on. God, man. Like, did he have an interception? Yeah, he did. Because it went from, like, being the eagle's possession to just being, like, a blank possession, and then I was like, wait, did he just throw an interception? And it's like, yep. Yes, he did. I have to pee again. I will not. How long have I been podcasting for? Three and a half hours. You know, sometimes I, like... I kind of trip myself out by how long I podcast and stuff like that, especially over the last couple of days, like last couple of days slash weeks to kind of like get, um get caught up. I sometimes just like podcast for an inordinate amount in an inordinate amount of time. That's how you say it like today. For example, it's like podcasting for it's kind of going to go on for like four hours. Excuse me got a burp again. Excuse me. I was like, do I have any more? It's like, nope. Yeah, it's like I got a podcast for like four hours today, which I don't mind. I've done it before. Hold on. I mean I've podcasted for like five hours one time, right? It's like it's not that big of a deal, you know. It's like, would I prefer not to podcast for four hours? I don't. I don't really care if that much, but um, I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. Also, I was like kind of looking up what's on um, what's the you know what's the college football games going on? I think one is supposed to happen on New Year's Day, right? which is like next week on Saturday, right? College football games. And then there's like the ball games going on which I I don't care. <laughs> I don't care about it at all. It's like some of these fucking guys have to play. Who cares? Let me ask you a question. Who cares about ball games, right? Honestly. Honestly, like I don't I don't care about ball games. Especially, like, when some are played on, like, Christmas Eve, for example. And then on some are played on Christmas Day. That's a dumb thing. Like, one was played on Christmas Day. And then let me check out the other games. So, you're going to have, like, Oklahoma. Ooh, in the Cotton Bowl against Florida. That's going to be an interesting bowl game. But not because it's a bowl game, but because it's Florida versus Oklahoma. You know? And these are, like, meaningless games as well. Like, these don't matter. They're just, like, participation trophies, essentially. I'd rather get rid of the majority of them because the majority of them suck. But, um, and I'm not going to watch the majority of them. I don't, I don't know. Like, Georgia versus Cincinnati on Friday. Oh, yeah, these are all, like, these are all, wait, wait, when do they? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Notre Dame play, okay, there we go, boom, Friday, first of the, um, first of 2020, Friday is when all the, uh, when the Rose Bowl and the Sugar Bowl are going to go, Notre Dame versus Alabama and Ohio State versus Clemson, that's going to be a fucking smashing, where it's just going to be Alabama and Clemson, uh, essentially just playing for their fucking lives, Antiways. pretty good game for the Dallas Cowboys and not for Ooh. Jared Goff just hit his hand on somebody's helmet. I don't really care. <laughs> like the game's over with essentially, right? Where it's like, man, these two games, man. I mean, like I still think Philadelphia, not Philadelphia, uh, what's it called? Uh, Seattle's going to win this game today. And I also think that the Rams, not the Rams, damn it. The Rams, uh, not not the Rams, doggone it. The Seattle Seahawks, I think, are still going to win it today. But this has been boring. This is it's like thirteen to nine, and then it's like, fuck me, man. Like it's fucking uh, Kansas City versus Atlanta. It's like Kansas should have Kansas City should have mollywob. Fucking um, what's it? What's their name? Canada, fucking Atlanta, bro. It's like they're fucking Atlanta, bro. Damn. It's Atlanta. God damn. I don't know. We'll see. Hold on. Like, I had to constantly do some stuff on my computer. Anyways, I don't know what I'm watching. This has been, like, a weird-ass podcast. Russell Wilson, in at second and ten. Russell Wilson, bang, handoff, Carson, trucks, get trucked. I got to go. I got to go. I don't know. Chris Carson trying to do something. I don't know. Ugh, man. I mean, there's still like 12 minutes left in this ball game, too. It's just so boring. And it's just like, you know, it's just like, Somebody who's terrible, who like is like a terminal patient at like a prison hospital, like a murderer of like 50 people, like all women and children, right? And then you're just like, and, he, and he's, you're just waiting for him to die and he just doesn't. Like that's what I'm having to watch here. I'm having to like watch this game where it's like, I think Seattle has it even though they're only up by four points. And it's just like, they just won't either win the game or... Or go down. It's just Seattle. Just win the fucking game. Jesus Christ, just win it. Just win it. Just do it. Make your dreams come true. Turns out his dream is sexual battery. What does that mean, sexual battery? If you don't know what I'm talking about, Shia LaBeouf just got charged. Or not charged. He got, um, he's being sued for sexual battery against, I think, his ex-girlfriend. What does that mean? Does that mean that you, like hit somebody during sex, sexual, what does that mean? That is such a weird, because I've heard of, everybody's heard of like sexual assault. Nobody's heard of like, I, I. any person who touches an intimate part of another person while that person is unlawfully restrained by the accused, oh Jesus Christ, by the accused or an accomplished and if the touching is against the will of the person touched and is for the purpose of sexual arousal, sexual gratification or sexual abuse, is guilty of sexual battery. Jesus Christ. What the fuck was going on? Oh my God. Sexual battery? That's so weird. God, man. What the fuck? Like, I have so many questions but they're all probably extremely inappropriate. Like my first question is like, how was she tied up? And it's like, did he tie her up? Were they like doing some weird ass shit? And then she was like, I don't want to do it anymore. And then he's like, I'll keep on doing it. And that's when it happened. Like, how does that, did he tie her up? Did he restrain her? Did he grab? Like, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Like I need to read the lawsuit. That's what I, that's what I need to do. Don't tell me Jalen threw another interception or they had another, another fumble. 'Cause Dallas just got their own the ball back at the thirteen yard line or something like that. Yep. They fumbled it. It's just not the Eagles day to day. Fuck, man. God damn it. That means the Eagles are gonna have like Sertain or Parsons or whomever. Fuck, man. Dallas needs to lose next week. They need to lose next week to uh to the Giants and the Eagles. They uh they need to win. <laughs> they need to win next week because I think Dallas won't get the tiebreaker. So hopefully the Eagles win, which I think they can, considering how badly they lost against, uh, well, I mean, the, you know, the Eagles, not the Eagles, the, yeah, the Eagles, well, they won't have to fucking go up against Dwayne Haskins more likely than not. So we'll see. Bang. I'm watching Russell Wilson kind of do his thing. And incomplete. Wow, this game is so boring. Oh, my God. Oh, Jesus Christ, why why me? God. And it's gracious. You know what's interesting? This podcast is... go. It is two, two combined in a one, right? Because this is going to be somewhere close to a four hour. Hold on, let me take a look. Yeah, it's going to be like close to four hours. It's going to have like... 30 minutes less of what it normally has, but it's still going to be like a nice chunky four, three and a half hour long podcast. So anyways, um, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens with these football teams, but I mean, good God, man. Like, I don't know what the, like, like neither team is trying to score. Like, Jared Goff is looking for these short passes. I'm looking at like him in the pocket reading wide receivers down the field and he's just like I want to take the check down. I want to take the check down. I want to take the check down. He was looking for Tyler Higby, and it's like it's just like I mean like he I, I don't know if he has an injury with his right hand his throwing hand or not. I don't know but it's like every single time I watch him drop back like he's just trying to take the check down and they're also trying to just run the ball as well and it, and I get it they're only down by four so they need a touchdown there's like eight minutes left in the ball game but it's just like how I, I don't know how many fucking three and outs there's been or just like non dry or drives without like significant yardage you not yardage but significant like first downs like this half it's it's asinine, bro. It's It, it really is. Shakeem Griffin gets turned around. He is not a good corner. He is not a good corner, man. There are times... Uh, Seattle, they need a new corner, man. Like, every single time I see Seattle play against, like, good quarterbacks and against good offenses that scheme well, they always fucking attack that guy. Like, I'm watching him on this play. I want to see what he's got. Let me see what he's got. Maybe a running play here. Yep, just gave up the inside release. Jared Goff throws the ball in the dirt. It is what it is. Goodness gracious. <clears throat> Anyways. I'm just going to fast forward through the rest of this. Like, it's a close game, right? When it comes to scores, and po- I'm just going to fast forward through the rest of the game. I'm not going to hold you here forever. I'm not going to hold you here hostage, you know? Like, it's a long-ass game, but the thing is, right, It's it's not competitive, you know? I would have thought that Seattle would have closed it out by now. That's what I thought, but it it just it just has not. They haven't been able to close it out. I mean, it is what it is. Whether it's on Wilson or whomever, you know, like I don't know. I'm more surprised Seattle hasn't like ran away with this football game than um than fucking the Rams, you know. <clears throat> Let me take a swig. So they're showing, uh, they showed Jalen Ramsey talking to, um, talking to Jared Goff as he came off the the field. This is probably the worst game. I'm looking up the live score. No, I'm I'm just gonna fast forward the, through the game. Why am I watching this this shit? God, man, this sucks. Like, if you're a Seattle Seahawks fan, you're enjoying this. But like, as somebody who actually likes to watch good football, like this is like, God, man, it's this like bang your head against a wall type of punishment until you're like your skin bleeds or something it's just like concussive it's just like why am I watching this I got a burp excuse me it's like goodness gracious man is that Sanjay Law I don't know I can just look him up right whoever is their wide receiver coach Sanjay Law They're showing DK Metcalf's training or something. I don't know. I don't know what that is. Oh, they're showing his route running and stuff like that and his pregame exercises and whatever. Who is that that does that? Sanjay. Lol, what does he do? Yeah, that's Sanjay who's doing the, you know, the exercises or whatever, whatever. Anyways, um good good god man, this sucks. We're just going to fast forward through the rest of this. And Seattle finally ends the game essentially by scoring um their final touchdown. Troy Aikman and Joe Buck. Troy specifically Troy Aikman. He was t- kind of like talking about how like You know, the Rams, they're like, like the defense is like, bro, we've held them off for the entirety of the football game. It's Seattle. It's Seattle. We've held them off for the, what do you want us to do short of giving you turnovers? We've given you opportunities. We've given you, you know, fair field positions. Like, I, I, I don't know if I said it. I think I did at the top of this podcast. You're going to have to like sort through three hours to four hours of podcast. But I said it like somewhere when I was watching this game I was like if I was the Rams I would consider taking a quarterback this year. Like they lost this game because Jared Goff couldn't do anything. And Seattle's defense I'll give them some credit. They played they played they played good. They played good and great in some stretches. But it's like dude, like how do you not move the ball against a team that has very very little pass rush outside of Jamal Adams? Their cover guys are terrible. Like, I don't, like, there were some throws that I saw Jared Goff make today. Miss, excuse me, that I was just like, I, I just don't, I don't get it. I really, really don't get it. Let me, I'm pausing. And and at the end of the game, right, J- uh, not Jamal, Jalen Ramsey and DK Metcalf are dapping each other up, and they're friendly because they're like, yeah, you know, you know, hard game, hard-fought match, things of that nature. Sportsmanship. Things of that nature. <clears throat> they shake hands and they talk it out and you know they're you know those, those are two great football players DK and Jalen anyways but yeah oh my god like I'm so glad this is over with god man it's nine to 20 it's not Sean McVay anybody who says it's on Sean McVay they can't throw the ball deep okay I'm sicking. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of everybody blaming Sean McVay. It's not Sean McVay. It is. It is Jared Goff. He literally was handed the sun, the moon, the stars, the entire universe, and every planet within it, and he still couldn't fucking win the football game. His defense held them to 13 points for the majority of the game, and he couldn't get. He he had. They held He got three field goals. Three. His offense is loaded. Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, Tyler Higbee, Sean McVay is awesome, and they just couldn't do anything. They literally could not do anything, not because Seattle's defense just played otherworldly fantastic. There were stretches where they did. Don't don't get that twisted. But, I mean, Christ alive, man. He couldn't do anything for the majority of the game. I'm watching this game, and I'm like, bro, like, I'm, I'm like an animal with rabies, man, like a dog with rabies. Put me out of my fucking misery. Jesus H Christ! I and mean, I gotta watch this shit for like an hour and a half, and it's like it's finally over with. It's nine to twenty, and it's like been the worst nine to twenty game ever because Seattle did like they had a touchdown later on in, in the game. And it's like, bro, like it, it the touchdown doesn't even matter that much. Well, it does, but it's like it, it was it was a lot closer than nine to twenty because of the Rams defense. And it's like, what do you, what do you want Jalen Ramsey and Aaron Donald to do? what do you want them to do, they held out, the entirety of the game, and they literally were like, yeah, we're just, uh, we're just gonna stand, stand pat, stand firm, we're gonna do our best, and, and it's just like, it, like, I just, I fucking don't understand it, like, I just, I'm watching this game live, and I'm just like, 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 the Rams have played awesome, defensively, and it's one dude, it's Jared, it's like, fuck me, like, do something, anything, Make a play. Jesus Christ. It's frustrating for me to sit here and talk to you about make them not making plays. For like, I, I mean, God, man, I like, I'm at the end of the broadcast. It's essentially over with. Speaking of dudes not making plays, where the fuck has this defense been all season long for the Dallas Cowboys that when the Dallas Cowboys, they scored 37 points in um in a game, right? They usually they usually get blown out in the fucking water, right? This game against the Eagles, clap it up for the fucking Cowboys. Clap it up for the fucking Cowboys, because the Cowboys they scored 37 points and held the Eagles to 17, and it's like, hey guys, why could not you do this all season fucking long? It took you apparently um almost a year to learn what the defense, uh, what the defensive schematics or the defensive scheme was and is. It took you a full fucking year. Took you a year to play football. Congratulations. uh, Because now we're out of the playoffs and now you've put us, now we're the Jets, right? Now you've put the Cowboys in a terrible situation if you're the Dallas Cowboys. And oh my gosh, apparently Zeke, by the way, wanted to fucking have a ball as well because apparently Zeke went off this game. He he went from having like three yards a carry to now he has 19 carries for 105 yards for 5.5 yards per carry. It's like, finally, he has a ball. Amari and Gallup both have over 100 yards each. And CD has over, how many yards does he have? He has over 80 with two touchdowns as well. One receiving, one on the ground. So, yippee. It's like it literally took you guys like almost a year defensively to get it together. So, yeah, my nightmare has been semi-realized. Washington went down today, which is perfectly fine. You wanted Carolina to win. I got my wish. I got Carolina to win. Dallas needed to win this game. They didn't – or no, they needed to lose this game. They didn't. They won it, which sucks. But uh, you still got the Giants. <laughs> oh, God. Giants went down hard today against the Ravens. They lost like 27-13 or something ridiculous like that. But um, maybe the Giants can come in and have an upset because, I mean – Unless Wash, I think Washington may or may not. I, 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 I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Washington. Uh, I, I like if Alex Smith plays next week. I think they got it. If Alex Smith doesn't play, we'll, uh, we'll see. But um, the Cowboys, you know, they're in playoff contention. If you want to take it there, and it literally like a couple of weeks ago, they were sitting pretty, sitting pretty. Right, beat the Vikings, beat the Bengals beat the Niners, now they beat the fucking Eagles, and now it's like, well, piss off, now we're fucked. God damn it. Now it's definitely, it's, it's gonna be like a late, it's gonna be like a late top ten pick potentially, which sucks balls, but that's the reality for the Dallas Cowboys. But yeah, um, can't fucking, uh, you know, blame the players for trying, but I can, you know, blame them for not winning for the majority of the season, and then showing up at the end of the season, winning football games, and like, do that next time, hey, next year, do that for the entirety of the year. That way I don't have to be so un- annoyed at the end of the year, and in this position where it's like, well, um, we could have essentially done this for the entirety of the year, but instead uh, we kind of suck and we, we didn't, so there you go.
1: Right here for anyone who ride with me Hurt me watch me cry dead time with me in the game, not
0: just on the ladies and gentlemen this has been 24's podcast the best video gaming and sports podcast on the entire internet if you like this podcast you can find this podcast on spot on oh my gosh Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, breaker overcast Pocket Cast, radio public and most importantly Spotify ladies and gentlemen spot 25. I'm gonna be back in like no matter what seven like Two three hours to um, to cast. What are we gonna cast? I don't know. Oh yeah, um, Sunday night football. Tennessee versus Green Bay Packers. Great podcast coming up. Long ass podcast today. Disappointing ass podcast. Kind of a snooze fest. I'll be back. Hopefully the next podcast won't be a snooze fest. Ladies and gentlemen, twenty fourth podcast. Amen.